0: Welcome to the podcast at Dawn's house because what the world needs most right now is a podcast about the Babysitters Club. I'm Esther, I'm Karen, and I'm Eva and today we're talking about Babysitters Club mystery number one, Stacy and the missing ring. Um, I think I must have read this a bunch as a kid because I remembered loads of it. Um, what about you guys? Did you had you read it before?
1: Totally new to me here. Yeah. Totally new to me. Yeah. Um, not necessarily impressed by it it's very new to me
2: (laughs) i read it uh bad vibes then bad vibes now
0: (laughs) (laughs) this was the one where i learned that stacy's name was anastasia i was deeply deeply confused uh why her mom calls her anastasia and then i was like stacy is short for something my mind is blown
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's adorable I learned um, fairly late in life that the name Tiffany is a short form as well. Oh yeah, um, as an
1: adult, I learned it was short for Theophania. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, 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 ah. No, no. No, ah, ah. no, 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 no. They're staples. Ah, ah. Can't touch those, pet. I didn't know those were there. Come here. Out we go. I want you to go out here with me for a minute, pet. Sorry, guys.
3: Okay. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> oh. Okay. Let's put the box of staples up high. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. The entire box is emptied and I have
2: to find them all on the floor and everything. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the most instant destruction I've ever seen somebody do is one of my younger cousins Um, opened a drawer in our kitchen, the uh, cutlery drawer, found a box of toothpicks, opened them, mm-hmm. emptied them just into the cutlery drawer and closed the drawer again. <laughs> We were like, oh my <laughs> god, that was <laughs> that was so efficient.
0: Yeah, that's that's a lot of mess and in, in like ten seconds. It's
2: just like so like unless it was grains of rice, it's so many individual yeah. things to pick out yeah. of a space.
0: I do actually have a drawer that's full of loose toothpicks, but I mainly only use them for stirring paint with anyway, okay. so <laughs> it's fine.
2: <laughs> that's okay, yeah. No, this was the master cutlery drawer, where you, which you have no. to open like 50 times a day.
1: Oh <laughs> no. No, no Feeke, you can play with everything that's on the floor now, bar one or two things that aren't quite as dangerous as a box of staples. Okay. There you go. <laughs> oh. <sighs> All right hi that's fine this is fine this is just a little babysitting adventures interlude just babysitting pro tip don't let your kid don't let a one-year-old play with a box of staples
2: (laughs) god Aoife you're like you can't just keep them in cotton wool forever yeah
1: you you can't coddle them like this (laughs) yeah I know he needs to learn how to use a stapler yeah yeah (laughs) give him the actual stapler he needs to learn that staples will like you know if he swallows a staple that that could cause internal bleeding he just needs to learn that the hard way exactly.
0: some kids do natural consequences natural
1: consequences yeah definitely not something you can protect him from
2: for his whole life what if he's 30 and he doesn't know that and then he eats a box <laughs> he needs of staples, staples you know
0: yeah
2: He's <laughs> oh, yeah. probably on his own head be it at that point to be honest yeah. um, like to tough me- love yeah. <laughs> it's a it's baby led weaning
1: as
0: long as he's not eating them with a spoon
1: I mean he's incapable of using a spoon so that's fine <laughs> oh
2: my god um, I was gonna say I um, I wonder if Anastasia is some kind of a tribute to Lois Lowry and the Anastasia books
0: oh maybe
2: because um, didn't we have yeah like there's an antagonist in these books whose surname is Bloom. And, like, that's not a common name. It was spelled B-L-U-M-E, not B-L-O-O-M as well. Yeah. So I think that's a Judy Bloom, like, hat tip. Uh, right, maybe. Though, why you'd call your antagonist... Maybe they had, like, a sales war <laughs> or something. Maybe they had a book out at the same time. <laughs> I-, I think they were in different niches. <laughs> okay, shall we jump back in with the actual book?
0: Yeah. Um. Let's go. So, yeah, let's talk covers. Um, American cover is like classic Hodges Swallow back to actually showing something that happens in the book. Um, we've got Stacy and Christy and a very anxious looking baby looking under a bed for the missing ring. Um, it's like, it's grand. It shows a scene from the book. It's got the characters. They're all doing things. Um, you know, Hodges turned out a good one.
2: I'm enjoying the baby participating really hard. Actually. I love this because like like <laughs> got this little look of worry on her face. Yeah. Like, oh, what's going on? This is really high stakes. I don't know why, but I'm, I'm going to just involve myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a very intense baby. <laughs> this is serious business, whatever it is. I, I
2: wound up, um, I lost our cat at one point. I knew she was in the flat somewhere, um, but I didn't know where and I was starting to get worried. Um, and, uh, Brian came in and he was like what are you doing I was like I'm looking under this bed and then he got down and looked under the bed and then the cat came in and was like what are you guys doing and looked under the bed as well (laughs) (laughs) it's the same kind of thing here that's going on
1: (laughs) I should stop him shaking those Pepsi cans but I'm not gonna (laughs) (laughs)
2: that sounds like a Rick problem
1: it sure does a Rick who hasn't answered my text yet problem so Uh, oh I didn't send it that's okay that's why. (laughs)
2: that would explain that god damn it rick why didn't you intuit that there was a text going to you
1: (laughs) cheek of him but yeah no
0: that i love that cover frankly that's a good cover it's it's super cute it's very solid um the uk cover um they're good at drawing humans that look like humans the cat (laughs) is very cute looks very concerned. The dog <laughs> looks like it's about to issue a sassy rejoinder. That is a cartoon dog that does not fit with the rest of the cover. If it's a cardboard
2: cut out of a dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. they decided to go with the emphasis that the babysitting clients place within their own household in this book. There is no baby on this cover. <laughs> There's just the pets. Um, Stacy is like cuddling the cat adorably on her lap and the dog is literally about to say row row yeah
2: <laughs> oh my god the thief would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for those meddling kids <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly it's literally uh, true <laughs>
1: spoiler warning i
0: do love how noir they've gone with this though she's sitting in a dark room in front of a dressing table covered with jewelry and there's like light filtering through venetian blinds yes. falling across your face like i really like how atmospheric it is it's amazingly noir
3: yeah,
2: um, yeah, the you can see the back of her head reflected in the mirror, but it kind of looks like a shadowy figure standing behind her.
1: Yeah, um, yes, I, exactly. It's atmospheric and not like terribly competently executed, but atmospheric all the same. Yeah, from what so. I can see, it looks okay, but it's oh, it's it's, it's quite nowhere artistic. near the it's nowhere really near the original UK artist you know, level, but it's it's just, you know, stuff like the cartoonish dog, it's the angles and perspectives a little bit off, that kind of thing, but it's, it's still (laughs) atmosphere. That's presumably what they were paying for here and they got it.
2: Don't look too closely at it. Ooh, do you know what? It's giving me goosebumps vibes.
3: Yes. Yeah. Um,
2: And I wouldn't be surprised if um, the whole thing is like, Anne, can you be more goosebumps?
0: (laughs) Uh huh. Oh, maybe.
2: And Anne was like, ooh, you mean I have to write mysteries? Amazing. Because, you know, she she's always seemed to have a few like mystery and paranormal ones yeah. in the normal series. So
0: Then she uh, instantly ditched the whole thing on Ellen Miles who actually <laughs> wrote this
2: book. I presume she, well, I don't know, to be honest, what level of involvement they have. We always assumed that Anne planned them and Ellen executed them, but maybe it's there's more or less
1: leeway provided. I mean, it would kind of have to be that way, but yeah, maybe there was a little more
0: collaboration. Mm. So like, I know that the Hodges cover is a technically better cover, but I just enjoy the British cover a lot because, like, I just like these extremely fake looking animals. They just, <laughs> like, I smile every time I see them.
2: The cat does look a lot like Gigi from Kiki's Delivery Service.
0: <laughs> yeah, or like Salem, like when they were yes. using a puppet for Salem. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I have to say right. though, I think that the concerned-looking baby is making the uh,
0: the US mm. one into the winner for me. Mm-hmm. I think this might be the first time we have like a split a split result. Normally, we always agree on which cover is better. That's true. It's usually pretty clear. But they both have their charms. I think this time, yeah.
2: yeah. There are two charming covers, which is very rare. Generally, there's like an offensive cover, at least
1: yeah. one, or a really boring cover, and one that's like slightly interesting.
0: Uh, yeah, or an upsetting, uncanny valley cover,
1: <laughs> yeah, or just bizarre things like the man in the three piece suit and tie to watch the baby parade. You know,
2: <laughs> or a cover that we can't get an image of um, that doesn't look like a point list artwork
3: (laughs) yeah okay
2: there's that doesn't look impressionist
1: (laughs) or there's a a (laughs) Mollery.
2: i mean Mollery is gonna swing it always um but like i'd be i'd be sad to see Mollery go i presume we're not too far off another super special (laughs) good
0: point Uh, yeah okay Uh, yeah i hope we can find a proper scan of the next molery (laughs) because pixelated Mollery in new york was very sad for all of us I'm sorry, like, I think
1: Vix just found, like, the only noisy thing to do in this room, which is to play with a can of Pepsi and whack <laughs> it off things. No, he's he's serving it. He looks like he's a little waiter. <laughs> he was talking into it like a phone earlier. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> uh, he's also taking papers out of the waste paper basket and is regarding them seriously. And
0: He's doing work.
1: Yeah, he's just putting the cans on things. He is working very hard. <laughs> he's busy learning. Yeah. He, he's busy fizzing he's up his dad's busy. Pepsi is what he's doing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was thinking the consequences for that are going to be...
2: The consequences are going to be deferred. That's what I'm thinking. They're going to be, like, so far in the future.
0: <laughs> no one will remember that this is why.
2: Just give the whole palette to Rick and say, your son has shaken up one of these cans. I am going to just...
1: I will remove the two that he has. He, he's wiping at you, guys. This is just not good, very productive. Do not touch the mouse. Okay. He's waving away. Hello. Up yeah. oh, we come. come on, let's go. All right. Oh. Go ahead. Keep, keep. Let's keep podcasting. This is hey, fine. Think, we it can absolutely fine. do yeah. this with a 13-month-old in the room. This is perfectly doable. <laughs> Don't tell me I can't have it all. Beauty
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, are we ready to talk about chapter one yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's talk about chapter one. So it opens with Stacy saying... Please don't tell any of my friends. They'd think I was nuts if they knew. But it's true. Sometimes I actually like to clean house. Now, she is talking about doing housework but that is not an expression that we use over here. And the yeah. only time cleaning house comes up is in like yeah. spy thrillers when someone is murdering all the people who know the secret. Yeah, exactly. So the line sometimes I like to clean house is way more menacing. At
2: best it's like somebody new has taken over the company and they're going to fire everybody.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: it, it it definitely has negative connotations. Uh, this is not This yeah. is
0: not performing acts of house cleaning. So yeah, Stacy talks about how she likes tidying up with her mom. Then she segues into uh, also we had breakfast and let me tell you about diabetes in great detail. Yes. Um, yes, she goes into a ton of detail. I do love the fact that she explains that the pancreas is one of those weird shaped organs inside you, yes. which raises the question of like what are the normal shaped organs? Who decides which organs are a weird shape and which ones aren't?
1: Heart and lungs because people kind of know what shape they are because they appear in a lot of posters. <laughs> about stuff. I but you don't see a lot of posters about livers and gallbladders and stuff. Didn't they make Mallory draw a diagram of the
2: divestive system? Anything that Mallory couldn't point to on the divestive system is a weird shaped
1: organ. Like, I mean, when someone asks you to draw the digestive system, you don't know how in you know how far into the weeds you're expected to go here. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Bile is part of it. Is it just the alimentary canal? Are you are you putting on the like add-ons like the got like yeah. The peripherals. Yeah. <laughs> the DLC. Yeah, exactly. The DLC <laughs> of the digestive system. <laughs> Pancreases cost
2: extra, especially if you're Stacy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pancreas her Stacy's pancreas <laughs> definitely costs her parents extra. Yeah. Indeed. Oh, yeah. Well will if you want to go to all these like quack endocrinology <laughs> whisperers. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Um
0: So Stacy and her mom are tidying up and then they're listening to oldies on the radio. And it makes her mom nostalgic and she starts reminiscing about her sweet 16 party. Um, at which point I had to, like, put the book down and ask my dad what a sweet 16 party was. This was where I learned this concept what? as well. No! Yeah, i really? had never heard of them before reading this, yeah. There was a
2: whole MTV series of it in the um, early 2000s when they stopped playing music way and started later, doing it.
0: I mean, I was huh. reading this in 1995, so... It was baby Esther reading the book. Oh, I thought you meant today. <laughs> no, not today. <laughs> I also yeah. would have Googled it today.
2: Yes, that's yeah. true. Um, I think I I didn't bother looking it up. I was like, this is some more weird American stuff. <laughs> 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 Americans.
0: Well, I literally had a boomer American, like on tap at home that i could ask these things that's so. fair that's i did fair. the maths to work out when it came out and what year she was born <laughs> oh yeah you got she, it. it came
1: out in 1964 actually didn't bother doing the maths but you know so she was probably 16 around 1964 uh oh she's a real boomer
3: <laughs> like yes.
1: the
2: second the war is over <laughs> making those babies <laughs> yeah
0: so um yeah, she's reminiscing about her birthday and Stacy is like about yeah, her sweet sixteen and how she loves birthdays and Stacy is like speaking of birthdays, since my birthday has always had such a special meaning for me, I was wondering if you might like to help me buy this ring I saw at the Stony Brook Jewelers, which is just an amazing attempt at a smooth pivot into asking for money and <laughs> is like not as smooth as Stacy thinks it is. No.
2: It's also she's not even asking for money, she's asking
0: for diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, um yeah, she she wants a birthstone ring and she says that it's beautiful and it would be so meaningful for her and that maybe her mom would help her to pay it pay for it. Although actually, yes, she's hoping her mom will just buy it outright. He has been shaking up your Pepsi. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I took the other cans off
1: before he could do too bad a job. Sorry guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Come> here, <laughs> spicy
3: pepsi <I laughs>
1: yes so uh stacy is attempting a grift uh-huh.
0: yes stacy admits that her birthstone is diamonds stacy is fudging her persuasion role <laughs> uh yeah absolutely she she uses the argument that lots of girls have birthstone rings and then admits to us, not to her mother, that those girls have amethysts and garnets, and she's pretty sure that neither one costs quite as much as a diamond.
2: <laughs> no shit. There, I looked this up actually, and all births like birthstone months have cheaper options. <laughs> um, Do they? Yeah, they all have multiples. Um, but I did. Um, St- Stacy must be born in April if she's a diamond birthstone, and the other, the other options are sapphires and opals, which are not that much cheaper either. So. Um, really, not even opals. Uh, I'm sorry, they were—they are cheaper than diamonds, but they're not going to be cheap either. I—I I mean, maybe you can buy cheap opals. I think opals are kind of like just more unusual. Um, so I don't know. Maybe an opal would be easy to get. Uh, anyway, she's not going for opals. <laughs> she wants the bling. She's a material girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she truly is. Um. So yeah, her mom is not on board with this at all. Um. And Stacy is starting to have regrets because she can feel the conversation is not going her way. <laughs> um, so her mom offers her $10 towards the ring and Stacy's like, I'd have to babysit every day for the rest of my life to make up the difference, <laughs> which she's not wrong. Uh, but to be honest, she's lucky to be getting $10 in this situation. <laughs> yeah. So she tries to play the divorce card and says that her dad would buy it for her. Oh, um,
2: That's when it this- gets ugly
0: surprisingly does not go down well. Um, and her mom uh, says that she thinks her
2: dad is still spoiling her too much. The first thing that happens is that her mom gets kind of sad because she knows she doesn't earn as much money. Um, mm-hmm. And and then she she plays that, well, your dad is spoiling you card. Yeah. Yes,
1: You could actually see the mom's emotional journey throughout this as well. Yeah. Like, like, oh, okay, I see, yeah. You could kind of relate to it, to be honest. i oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Like feeling guilty at first and then being like, hey, wait a minute. Actually, it's his fault somehow. <laughs> and I'm not buying you literal diamonds, young
2: lady. Also, my emotionally manip- manipulative 13-year-old is is also to blame
0: here. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I am yes. so on Stacy's mother's side here. It's like, yeah, damn right. Oh, 100%. Like, like this is nonsense. I mean, also just
2: Stacy wanting a diamond ring. I guess there are some people in their early teens that want a diamond ring. But it it just seems very like are you the Pink Panther
1: or something? <laughs> Get the <a laughs> cubic zircona and be quiet. <laughs> yeah, diamond rings aren't like cool; they're yeah. just fancy. I
2: guess Stacy, if any, I mean, if any member of the club is going to want fancy, it's Stacy. But yeah, I mean, so. yeah,
0: but it's it is kind of her aesthetic. But like, they're for getting engaged with and getting engaged with only. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what.
2: That's why you covet a diamond ring. It's because you like you want to move on to the next stage of your life with whatever man can cough up a rock. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: yeah you do not like, nag one out of your mom. <laughs> yes,
1: truly romantic card.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's. I think
2: if when you have this attitude towards a diamond ring, then romance is not really <laughs> the object. You may be thinking of it as romance, but it is it, not.
0: No, <laughs> no. <fair. laughs> So Stacy decides to flounce off to the mall, which is an opportunity to tell us all about her friends. Um so she runs through everyone the the introductory chapters, I guess because this is a new spin-off and they're thinking like the readers might not have read any of the main series, they go into even more detail than usual about oh everyone's life story and stuff.
2: It's excruciating. <laughs> it- it felt like it kept coming back as well. Like you thought you'd be done. And then in the next chapter would be like, Oh, I should tell you about I'm like, no, no, no please, please don't. Do. <laughs> please think of the podcasters.
0: <laughs> yeah. Still. Think of the middle aged ladies of the 21st century.
2: They just did no long. They had no long-term forethought. <laughs> I
0: know it's shocking really. Um, every now and again,
2: you do get an interesting take on the people that we know unbelievably well, better than our own families at this point in time. <laughs> yeah. Um did you guys notice the main thing Dawn likes about Stony Brook uh, is that she can get tofu here?
1: Yeah, I, what? what the hell? <laughs> is like, it, I think Dawn does. Th- what is Connecticut
2: like a just a tofu free wasteland?
1: I had thought that that was um, implying that in fact, the problem was Dawn didn't like Stony Brook all that much other than the no. BSC and hey, at
0: least you can get tofu yeah. here. Yeah, that's how I took it, but it's really confusingly phrased. It
1: is, and I, also I don't think Don
0: hates Stony Brook that much. Yeah,
2: that's what I thought. Um, this is a, if this is meant to be like a, a comedic hyperbole. Um, yeah, I guess. But... You could even have phrased it like the only thing Don liked about Stony Brook when she moved here was that you could get tofu. You know. Yes. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, it's just kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> I love the detail that um, Stacy phones Christy first specifically so that she can get Christy to nag Charlie to give them all a lift. <laughs> it's like, not because, you know, she was the one I was most excited to see or anything. It's like, no, I had a motive here.
2: <laughs> yeah, Stacey has to do logistics and she is going to invite everybody. Um, yeah, she's she's trying to get everyone out to the mall so they can have a, a fun mall montage.
1: Yeah. So they can go mauling. Thank God they did not use that phrase ever again. <laughs> yes.
2: Nobody thought to use that phrase. Because
1: so. <laughs> it doesn't exist. That is correct. the correct thing to do. I did like the line in it about Christy that, uh, that that Watson and Christy, I guess once they got into the mansion, Watson and Christy's mom decided there was too much space left over and they needed to make the family even bigger. I'm like, that is not how people make those decisions, but it's cute that you think it is. Yes. <laughs> we have too many bedrooms. Let's adopt a child. They had six yeah.
2: children between them already. I, I know. And just so many pets. I know.
0: <laughs> and a whole unused floor in that house. So You yeah. can't use that one because it's haunted. But even That's so, true. they still had too much space. So they had to move in a baby and a granny.
2: Just, you just <laughs> got us sometimes. We had to move in the granny to look after the baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we That's had weird. too many rodents at Disneyland, so we had to get all these feral cats. <laughs> yeah. Then we had to get some bears. And then
0: I had to swallow a dog to catch the cat.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
0: Um, Um, I also love the observation that um, Mallory has fantasies of being a horse owner, but the Pike's house is much too crowded for the golden Palomino that Mal dreams of. Like... Where do you think you keep horses, Stacy? I, I don't think that's a house issue. Like I was thinking that as well. They're not an indoor pet
1: traditionally. Like even if even if she had said like yard or something, it's like it still doesn't apply. Like unless they own land, they are renting a paddock or something, guys. I, There's
0: no house that you're gonna keep a horse in. I like, love
1: Well the, no, you shouldn't. Well,
0: I mean despite the <laughs> despite
1: what we saw in Into the West, true. Uh, yes, I-, I love um
2: Stacy sort of wisely and kind of patronisingly um talking to Mallory <laughs> about how now you can't keep that horse in the house. You just have too many siblings, you know, yeah. too
0: many triplets. I'm sorry, <laughs> be realistic, Mallory.
2: Mallory and Jesse would be like, Stacy, you moron. <laughs> You are talking like somebody who has never read 400 horse books
3: and shows. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Um, Stacey, I love, thinks that Jesse's twin fantasies are being a ballerina someday and being 13. So essentially, (laughs) what Jesse fantasizes about is being more like me she wants to be as grown up and cool as i am
2: she moved to stony brook and she moved into my house i mean i'm not saying that like she had any agency in this decision whatsoever but it's it's pretty telling now don't you think that she now like (laughs) sleeps in my old bedroom come on that's a lot of effort to go to (laughs) (laughs) okay um the other thing here that shows a bit of lack of self-knowledge uh stacy is um uh marianne answered the phone at their house and said she would love to go to the mall she wanted to stop at the pet store and buy a new toy for tigger boy is that kitten spoiled okay diamond ring girl (laughs) (laughs) tell that cat he's got too many fucking cat toys
0: (laughs) his birthstone is catnip
2: (laughs) (laughs) if he wants more catnip (laughs) he needs to pull himself up by his bootstraps get a job Catch catching damn mice yes <laughs> straighten up and fly right <laughs> yeah did i tell you guys about the um the older couple i encountered in tesco once um i just love to eavesdrop on people um who were like debating over the cat food and the um the wife was like oh we should get the kind in the blue box that's the type that he likes and the, the husband very disparagingly said he shouldn't be so picky not in his position <laughs> i love it
0: that <laughs> like, is what a cat, cat who has done?
2: ruined some soft furnishings <laughs> recently <laughs> i was just like should the cat be you know if he wants the good cat cat food like
1: <laughs> his position
2: get it get a get a job on those quizcus adverts or something and pay for yourself <laughs> <laughs> exactly get it together
0: cat <sighs> so um they charlie very patiently turns up driving Watson's luxury station wagon um, to cart all the girls off to the mall and to check out girls as Christy accuses <laughs> him of. <laughs> um, then Dawn, Dawn is modeling a new shampoo called Wildflower Wash, which Charlie says smells more like accident in the perfume factory. She's <laughs> um, like, hilariously brutal, but pretty funny (laughs) they all seem to find that amusing that's real big brother energy i like it Mm -hmm. the triplets are very annoyed that they can't go to the mall uh which is like unusually non-toxic for them that they they want Mm -hmm. to be seen in public with these girls but uh, (laughs) i mean presumably they would immediately split away from them well definitely if
1: they actually went to the mall
0: um mallory and jesse are sitting in what stacy calls the way back of the car i like uh, that which i guess is like that that big place for suitcases they're just rattling around loose in there no because if it's it's it, does three rows of seats oh and the third row like folds down for your stuff so there's the front seats the back on the way back mm-hmm. okay right so they all head off um uh, charlie
2: has run off at high high speed and the girls are speculating that uh he's gone to meet a lady <laughs> uh, probably is what the implication is there and i was like i wonder though because um watson has loaned him his car and that sounds mm-hmm. like a watson thing to do like uh maybe <laughs> if you're going to meet someone you want to impress how about you take the good car go on yeah. it <laughs> and, and take like 12 13 year old girls to the mall as well <laughs> as, a, as a favor
0: Charlie desperately needs to rehabilitate his image after the parade float incident, so (laughs) maybe it's for the best he's not um, bringing the junk bucket out in public. I'm thinking that, like, Watson would be
2: sort of conscious of that. Watson is probably, like, he's the kind of stepdad who's like, maybe I could just, you know, give Charlie a subtle help here. (laughs)
1: Yes, I was a teenage boy once. That was probably pretty mortifying. (laughs) (laughs) Bless you. I love that we just assume maximum soundness on Watson's part at all yeah. times. It's, I think the canon
0: supports it.
1: I think it does too. I think we're right to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just makes yeah. me happy. We we're not this benign about every all the adults' motives in these books, but like Watson we've just decided as like the most decent fella ever to walk the earth. I mean the yeah,
2: in the absence of um contradictory information, to be quite honest, there has to be one good adult in Stony Brook.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: All the rest are kind of suspect.
0: I really love the description of going to the mall here. It's Mm. like, it's very nostalgic. It just sounds so fun. It reminds me of like the scenes in like season two of Stranger Things when the new mall, or sorry, season three of Stranger Things when the new mall opens up and they just have endless mall montages and it's like, this looks (laughs) like the most fun ever. I want to do some like. Late 80s, early 90s capitalist consumption.
1: (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) Stacey says she loves the way it smells, like new shoes and cookies baking and pizza hot out of the oven and perfume and just a lot of good smells mixed together. In the store windows were bright signs and mannequins dressed in cool and probably very expensive clothes. Silver balloons floated from stalls in the middle of the main walkway. Music blared from the record store. The fountain in the center of the mall shot a spray of pink water high into the air. I love them all. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this sounds so fun. I want to Doesn't do this. It? Also, why is it only okay when they do it and the babysitter's agency were pilloried for this? I think perhaps um, uh, uh, that was when Anne was writing the books alone.
1: I think perhaps now Scholastic have been like coming in with like, no, you need to put in things the tweens actually like though.
2: <laughs> uh, let's outsource that to Ellen Miles. It, yeah. it's,
1: it's like how they've also started to, you know, be aware of current television shows other than Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The line that got me in the description was couples walked along with their hands in each other's back pockets and I was like, I had forgotten that that was a thing. (laughs) It's so awkward. I know. Why is the water pink? Is there (sighs) pink light shining in it or is it just... I think it's just got
0: dye in it. It's just to be fancy. I'm
1: assuming they must have done that in the 90s, maybe. I don't know. Okay. The very early 90s.
0: I mean, they occasionally do that in Dundrum, like in the lake. Really? They just they, yeah, pink they, it up. Uh, they dyed. They've dyed it green for St. Patrick's Day. Ah uh, yes. They definitely did a pink for the Barbie movie, but it looked came out looking more like red. So that was oh, kind of horrifying. I remember <laughs> you
3: saying that.
2: We have given they, our blood tribute in honor of the Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> All hail Barbie.
0: <laughs> they uh yeah they definitely color it for special occasions. So did they make it
2: radioactive in honor of Oppenheimer? <laughs> 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 oh, um, I like how the uh, she explains we sat down on the edge of the fountain which is one of the cool places to hang out Yes, like, yes this is the important information <laughs> that you need when you're going to go on a nostalgic late 80s early 90s mall trip
0: Yeah, exactly um, they all have places they want to go Marianne wants to go to the pet shop uh, so do Mallory and Jessie Claudia wants to look at some outrageous sneakers she's seen in a magazine she also wants nachos so they go to Tortilla Queen um in the hope that they can ogle the cute guy who works there but they're disappointed because there's just a greasy looking bald guy who seems incredibly bored
1: i love that
0: yeah like
1: let's go to this place why (laughs) this is an attractive waiter oh no (laughs) i love to see what people
2: are wearing at the mall everything from ripped jeans to fur coats
0: (laughs) (laughs) really really is someone wearing a fur coat to the mall
2: they might have a little bit of fur trim on their collar (laughs) Um, I I don't know maybe they're wearing a whole fur coat maybe you just maybe you have to go somewhere that's air conditioned to wear the fur coat that's true
0: I'm picturing a full on like Edward Gorey character (laughs) (laughs) I'm just it's like
1: if it's winter and it's fur coat weather then the mall is going to be too warm to wear a full coat in fur coat in and if it's summer and you want to go into the air conditioning wear your full fur coat then what are you doing when you step outside of the mall I know what they're doing it's for shoplifting oh yeah okay fair Okay. No yeah. one could ever <laughs> suspect the person in the fur coat of shoplifting and it's huge no. and they're just stuffing things into it there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe
2: if you look
1: <laughs> rich enough, they don't challenge you or maybe they're hoping that that's the
2: case. Yes. Yeah. Sounds plausible.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Heck, <laughs> can't mm. accept it. <laughs> I love that there is just a, um, a t-shirt shop.
0: Yeah. Just t-shirts?
1: The t-shirt store. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah.
2: I, I, I'm hoping that there's just a bunch of designs and they're available in all, like all sizes and styles. That would be cool. Um, but actually they're all going to be like boxy and XL probably.
1: What makes me think of it is, you know those, um, you used to get them standing on the side of O'Connell Street and that selling like t-shirts with random novelty stuff printed on them before you could just like, before it was quite so easy to, to print t-shirts. Yeah. Um, It's like Bob Marley. Many weed-themed t-shirts. Yeah, or random current affairs jokes and stuff. Like, yeah. Or like
0: bootleg Bart Simpson. Sassy slogans about retirement.
1: Exactly. And (laughs) yeah, exactly. Bootleg Simpsons t-shirts. I'd imagine it's a place that's that's like that, except it's a little store instead of a kiosk. It should (laughs) be a kiosk selling those, but I'm guessing it's a store. That's fine.
0: Yeah. So Claudia um, goes to check out the new sneakers, um, decides to buy them because she has... She's got lots of babysitting jobs coming up, so she knows she's going to be able to afford them. Uh, Dun-dun-dun, foreshadowing. Mm -hmm. Hubris. (laughs) Hubris, exactly. She's the Ozymandias of sports shoes.
1: (laughs) I don't think you could play sports in most of these.
0: (laughs) No. Um... While Claudia was paying for the sneakers, Don and I watched two women try on high heels. The funny thing was that both of them pretended they had the tiniest, most delicate feet. They started out asking the clerk for size six, please, but they ended up working their way to size nine and a half, I guess, before they could squeeze their feet into the shoes. Don and I were nearly dying with held in laughter by the time we made it out of the store. We exploded as soon as we'd gotten through the door. Oh well, size 12 ought to do it, said Don, imitating one woman. But I'm a small size 12, mind you. (laughs) Guys, I'm not exaggerating when I say that this scene comes up in my mind every time I buy shoes. (laughs) (laughs) This has left a lasting mark. Maybe you
2: should just tell them straight off that you have size 12 feet, Esther. And like, don't go through the whole thing.
0: (laughs) God, you think? But I need these people to think that I have small feet. Originally,
1: <laughs> they can tell by looking at us.
0: Yeah, especially any time I try them on and they're too small, which happens quite a lot because I have quite ample feet. I, I, I think like I'm i I'm, I'm a small seven and a half. <laughs>
2: I, I wore eights for my whole um, teenage years because my mom was just religiously opposed to wearing shoes that might be slightly too small um, and uh, I often had like blisters and things and I didn't think anything about it and then like as a rebellious college age student I started um, wearing sevens and seven and a halves and I was like these actually fit me. <laughs>
3: Oh my god.
2: (laughs) And I was like, God, being a size eight, um, which is like a which is a size ten American, I think, is um like you know, it's the biggest size they carry for women's shoes, and they don't always have it. And sometimes like, well, maybe you should try the men's. I'm like, no, I have girl feet. Honestly, they're just large girl (laughs) feet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That little anecdote in this reminded me of you know the original Grimms version of Cinderella?
0: Mm. Where they cut their where toes off. The officers'
1: stepdresses yeah. cut yeah. off their toes and heels to fit into the shoes. That reminded yeah. me of that. I think
2: Their mother <laughs> cuts them off for them in
1: some cases. Like, yeah, but you know, but they're yeah. they're volu- they're volunteering. This It's a group effort.
2: Anyway, the babysitters have learned that cool shoes um, are the coolest shoes are actually runners that have been souped up with sequins and um, damn, lace, damn right. and not yeah. like high heels that you have to cut off your toes to be able to fit into. So, damn right. Um, they are modern women of the nineties, which is good.
0: I do feel like Claudia could have absolutely just customized a regular pair of shoes herself for like yeah, way less. I, I think I like know.
1: modern day Claudia would be like buying like fifty different pairs of pennies, converse knockoffs, yeah. and modding the hell out of them um
2: there's there's this a particular type of white vans that are really popular with youtubers um because they are almost completely white and can be fully customized with fabric paint. Um, oh nice. And the thing to do is do two different designs, one for each foot. Um, nice. Which I think that's so would- Claudia. I know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fun to watch. I have watched a lot of craft on nice. YouTube. <laughs>
0: um. So the babysitters meet back up, and then they go to an ice cream shop where everyone has ice cream except Stacy, who has a tuna sandwich. Um, which makes me very, very sad. At
2: least it's real food and not like some kind of um. Depressing low fat,
1: low sodium triscuits, guys. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> true. Was that the nadir of Stacy's snack experience? <laughs> I think so. I feel like a tuna sandwich is one of the better things she's yeah, been offered. Like at least
0: it's a meal, yeah. you know. Yeah. At least I mean, at least it's lunch. It's just not as exciting as a hot fudge brownie delight. Yeah, which definitely not. You know, but it's, it's a perfectly
1: much. acceptable foodstuff.
0: So Stacy um tells the others about her diamond ring woes, and she assumes that um they're all going to be totally on her side, but they're not, basically. Um, they're too polite to say that Stacy's being unreasonable, but they clearly think she's being unreasonable. Yeah. Um, she finds a much more expensive ring, diamond ring at the mall, and then when she gets home, tells her mom that very expensive diamond rings exist and therefore she should really get (laughs) her the one from Stony Brook Jewelers because it's a bargain by comparison. Uh And oddly enough, she's not swayed by this. Weird. Who could have
2: thought? This is the approach that restaurants take um, where they have like all the regular bottles of wine and then they have something that's stupidly expensive that's like (laughs) 400 euro bottle of wine and then you look back at the regular bottles and you go, well, I guess I could pay like...
0: 48 euro
2: (laughs) yeah because it's a special occasion um but that doesn't work (laughs) no stacy's mom is not a restaurant i'm
0: sure stacy's mom is aware that expensive jewelry exists and that is not a reason to get slightly less expensive jewelry
1: i think stacy's mom's awareness of the existence of expensive jewelry was one of the reasons for the divorce guys
0: (gasps) yes oh god actually stacy's
2: just Coveting this ring makes so much more sense now. She's just like a dragon. She just has jewelry in her genetics. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, okay. She just wants a horde of shiny stuff to, like, <laughs> put in her bed and, like, sleep on.
1: <laughs> it's so uncomfortable.
2: That's not the point. Sorry.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, this is hilariously believable for a 13-year-old, like, attempting... To logic, her parents into getting something expensive. It's I kind of love it.
2: Yeah, I wish this had come up actually because this now makes so much more sense. Also, how like Stacy is so cross about this because she has learned this. Um, yeah, from her mother, she should have mentioned like you have so much nice jewelry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it probably wouldn't have put her mother in a better mood. Well, I but I wonder if she
2: just if that's like a. a um, A level too far for her to understand, like maybe emotionally. She's she's been pretty sort of conscious of the undercurrents in her parents' marriage and everything, but she mightn't be putting two and two together. I could see how that could um that could happen. Oh, this makes so much more sense. They should have mentioned (laughs) it. Do you know what she could have done at the end of this book? Is that Stacy's mom could actually say, "Do you want to pick something out of my collection?" Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that would have been a good way to solve this. The whole. yeah scenario oh yeah the, this fight isn't actually the main problem about the book sorry even if we have yes. spent like 40 minutes oh, yeah getting to this point
0: yeah <laughs> actually yes the next chapter opens with stacy like forgetting about it and moving on she's just like eh, yeah yeah I, I i accepted that i wasn't gonna get it and now i'm feeling better um <laughs> <laughs> and she's like i actually don't
2: want to talk to my dad about this that was a stupid idea that was
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's yeah. not
2: something i'm gonna really do it's fine. she says, who needs that?
0: <laughs> it's, it's unusually realistic, I think. But like, sometimes you do get this kind of notion in your head and then you forget about it the next day because you're 13. Yes. This is
2: the whole principle that like the shopping channels work off of. Yes. Um. Like, get them while they're emotionally vulnerable in the middle of the night.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: It's like, God, I really do need those knives. Like, and there's a free <laughs> gift. Gimme. <Give> <laughs>
0: I can't afford not to.
2: Yes,
1: exactly. Oh, you'll also get the fabulous roller cleaver. <laughs> yeah, roller you can cleaver. Use it in space. Did you just make that up? Yeah, it's like a cleaver that's got a
0: curved blade. Oh, so like you can lean on
1: it. I don't know and rock it.
0: They look so fun to use. They do
1: actually. They do look a bit finger. I off, mean, but
2: yeah. Oh, definitely. Obviously.
0: That's so you know they're good.
2: <laughs> Maybe you guys do need
3: it. <laughs>
0: So next chapter, um, she goes to a babysitter's club meeting where Claudia is drawing a portrait of Christy um, and Mallory asks Claudia if she'd do a picture of her sometime, which is like the first and only time we've seen Claudia and Mallory like actually bonding over their shared love of art.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And I'm not going to get too used to it because I
2: suspect this will never happen again. Then Mallory can draw a picture of Claudia as a mouse.
0: And Claudia can be really dismissive.
3: (laughs) Oh
2: man, I would love if someone drew a picture of me as a mouse.
1: That would be amazing.
0: I know. I'm not a furry.
1: (laughs) 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 Thanks for clarifying. Yep (laughs) that Uh makes me that makes me confident that the fact that you did that on product makes me confident that it's true.
2: yeah i'm regretting it now also because like i i forgot that furries have like become really important political allies so like sorry i don't also, mean I don't to have me against me furries i just no they seem fine but uh this is not my jam <laughs>
0: <laughs> should i say that a few more times? <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah just for emphasis
2: <laughs> on on the record like <laughs>
0: So, yeah, uh, Stacey tells us in excruciating detail about the Babysitter Club and how it works and blah, blah, blah. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Um, She talks about how she loves hoarding money (laughs) in the club treasury. She's a dragon. Um, Mm -hmm. She really is a dragon, yes. Everyone thinks I'm stingy, but I'm just protecting their better interests. If I didn't watch Every Penny, there wouldn't be money in the treasury when we need it. Then, yeah, she tells us about everyone else. She tells us about the associate members. She says, Marianne and Logan have been having some problems lately. They even broke up for a while, but we do see them together a lot. Logan is a great guy and a good sitter. We're lucky he's in the club. Now, let's never mention him again through the entire rest of the book. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> this is not a book about Logan.
0: Yes. No. <clears throat> then, um, at the end of the meeting, they get a call from a new client whose name is Mrs. Gardella. Um which I kept throughout this misreading as like Gardnerella, which I think is some form of like, I, th- it's, I think it's a waterborne disease of some yeah, kind. Gi- d- I think it's yes. not G- G- That's giardiasis. That's a different no, one. No, not
2: giardiasis. Yeah. It, it could be a plant disease, but it definitely has like um, epidemiological resonance. Oh there. no,
0: it's a vaginal infection. <laughs> that's it. Oh, no. Oh no. <laughs> I knew it was either a poop one or a vagina one.
2: (laughs) Gardasil is the one I kept thinking of, and it's also a medical thing.
0: That's the cervical cancer vaccine. Yes.
2: So, uh, you know, better, but...
0: (laughs) Anyway, Mrs. Gardasil phones them up, Um, (laughs) and she (laughs) she's very rich because she normally has a full time nanny but the nanny has gone away for a few weeks due to family troubles so she wants somebody to babysit Tara, Mouse and Bird on Friday night Mm -hmm. Um, Mouse and Bird are their pets Uh, we've already had that misunderstanding in the first book you don't have to do it again Anne slash Ellen Tara is the baby she is the human baby Um, (laughs)
2: important distinction to make there (laughs)
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, also they have a documented policy of like not pet sitting in general but they have all forgotten about it for the purposes of this I guess it's because there's also a baby so yes.
1: maybe
2: yeah I think they like they can't say to the Perkinses that they're not gonna um, babysit because Chewbacca is a pain in the arse
0: yeah um, <laughs> that's true because like the girls
2: are quite angelic by comparison so yeah Chewbacca's you've, you've, yeah. only a
0: pain in the arse if you like let him do the things you're not meant to let him do which consistently happens they also yeah. are the things that he wants to do <laughs> so that can that can happen i think
2: what's happening is um the <laughs> the gardellas i will say the name correctly <laughs> um are taking the piss um, and they're they've yes. started from the the outset they are testing a babysitter's club boundary um <laughs> and the, girl, the the girls are kind of like eh, we normally sit for children and you're really putting the emphasis on animals but okay because there is a baby and we like the baby and it's real like that's an interesting relationship that has been set up from the get-go actually mm, yeah um this is going to be like a really annoying work relationship or kind of <laughs> new friend or neighbor that you're going to have to you want to put some boundaries in there <laughs> babysitters.
0: Yes. sooner the better <laughs> So Stacy turns up at the house. Um, she's excited to meet new baby. Um, use all those skills at the baby care course she did two books ago, I guess. And
2: oh, that's not mentioned. Um, uh-huh.
0: That didn't happen. Yeah, no, of course, <laughs> it's
1: not mentioned. <laughs>
0: um, it's a fancy house. It's got columns. They go. They date all the way back to 1973, no doubt. Um, <laughs> they have a confusing artisanal doorbell. Um, a giant dog that comes out and jumps up on Stacy and gives her a bit of a fright, but then it's okay because he's not trying to bite her. He's just licking her face.
2: Mm, that's not okay. Mrs-
0: no. <laughs> Mrs. Gardella is like, I keep trying to train him not to do that, but my husband likes the dog to jump up on him, so I think Bird is confused. Oh my God. None of us are dog owners and all of us know this is bad. <laughs> your dog
1: yeah. is
2: going to get put down because you're stupid.
1: Especially if your dog is that size. Like, could you just yes. not? This is yeah. America. Your dog's going to get shot. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know, well, no, they're rich, so blue probably state not. America, but you know, yeah. But it's I mean, people don't know that they're rich. It's too late. By the time the, the dog's shot, if if they take the dog out for walks, then possibly, but
2: he's probably just roaming around the house, pooping places. No, that's true. <laughs> being badly behaved,
0: <laughs> breaking things. Yeah. Also, Mrs. Gardella gets Stacy's name wrong, which is, um, yeah. I think, a red flag as well. <laughs> yeah, like you must be Tracy, right?
2: Guys, though, I endemically cannot remember the difference between Stacy and Tracy. Um, I would do that. Also, Heather and Hazel, I'm sorry, you are the same person. <laughs>
0: like, That's a hard one because they're both plants. Uh, yeah, I'm like that with, with Peter and Paul. Because they're both two little dicky birds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: that's exactly it. Um, if you're one of those, um, I've called you the other and vice versa.
2: Your brain just stores them in the same box. I'm sorry, the wrong one is going to come out. So I yeah. this this bit, yeah, it is a red flag, but also it's kind of a understandable one. <laughs> none yeah. of the sitters, none of the clients that they like ever get their names wrong. And I think that's because the babysitters would just forgive it and move on.
0: Stacy takes a shine to Mrs. Gardella anyway for now. Um, because even though she's rich, she's just a regular person. Um, mm. So she gives Stacy the tour of the house. Um, the... In the living room, they have a grand piano with a red silk scarf on top of it, and the cat is sitting on the scarf. And Stacy is worried that Mrs. Gardella will be upset about this, but uh, she is not. Um, she picks up the cat and cuddles him, and he proceeds to shed white hair all over her dress, uh, which is extremely accurate. Um <laughs>
2: The silk scarf would come with most cats. it would be and then the cat would be running around in a panic, tangled up in the silk scarf and you would have to yes. disentangle every single claw one by one. oh my
0: God, he's probably declawed. Eh. Ew. Oh yeah, you're right. And they would be very um the cat would be extremely mad about you attempting to detangle them. Yes <laughs> they would not they would not cooperate or collaborate. How dare you solve my problems? <laughs> yes, you're a monster. I do not consent to this jail for mother <laughs> unhand me uh, so Miss Gardella uh, is talking about the pets um, as if they're children as Stacy says and says that if she pays attention to one of the pets she has to give attention to the other one or they'll get jealous baby doesn't care yeah as an afterthought she mentions that they have a baby she's asleep it's fine <laughs> um, she she talks her through the the cat's um, fancy diets so the dog gets mince and rice and mouse the cat gets a bowl of chicken livers which he eats on the table from a silver bowl <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> from between two candlesticks. yeah I, I love cats but that
1: sounds filthy and horrible. I just can't like imagine sitting at a table with a bunch of raw chicken livers. never mind watching a cat eat them and like yeah drop them on the table and whatever
2: And you have yeah. to put that dish you have to wash that dish by hand because it's silver. Someone has yeah. to
1: polish that.
2: Like, yeah. y- y- you want your cat dishes to be something you can bung in the dishwasher and not think about.
0: Reading this as a kid, I didn't really know much about cats, but now having a cat, cats are really messy eaters. Like, there's food everywhere <laughs> after my cat eats, and he only eats dry food, Like, but like, he spreads food in like a metre radius somehow while eating, and like, the thought of doing that with like, bloodied bits of chicken liver is yeah. so upsetting. Oh. Like, while the grown ups are eating, I mean, the humans are eating at the table as well. <laughs> yeah, it's and, like, gross. There's just blood flying everywhere. <laughs> it's a really
2: big table, so the cat can just be disgusting down one end.
0: <laughs> you know, they drag the bowl
2: around. <laughs> Why don't you sit next to him? He's going to be lonely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely.
2: Also, candlesticks. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, also,
0: candlesticks. You're. Cat will be on fire. (laughs) Then Mrs. Gerdinarello gives her a detailed lesson in how to entertain the cat and the dog so they won't get bored. Again, does not mention how to entertain the baby. It's fine. It's no big deal. Thankfully, they know how to entertain seven-month-old babies already. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, they did, a course. So, eventually, she takes her upstairs to the baby's extremely fancy, coordinated um, nursery very briefly tells her like here's how to look after the baby. Uh, off the Gardellas go to their fancy get together. Um, Stacy is weirded out by the whole deal, but thinks that they seem nice enough. Um, the baby is firmly in the Anna Martin robot baby category. Oh yeah. yes,
2: she gives nobody any trouble ever, even though she's seven months old, which is quite small still. Yeah, yeah. quite dependent.
1: <laughs> not in Anna Martin's world. Robot no. babies.
0: Um, so they come home, they give her a good tip and lift home, and Stacy concludes that they're really, really nice, but definitely a bit weird. <laughs> um, they, t- in this day and age, would definitely have separate Instagrams for each of their pets. Oh god, yeah. Oh yeah, with like, like
2: 200 followers for each of them.
0: The next morning, Stacy is trying to sleep in, but she's woken by her mom saying that there's a phone call for her, Um, and it's Mrs. Gardella, and it's urgent. So Stacey is a bit freaked out that maybe there's something wrong with the baby or the pets. Um,
2: Proving that she has good babysitter's instincts, right? Because the first thing is like, oh my god, are you all
0: okay? Yeah and Mrs. Gardella's like, what? Yeah, the baby's fine. I mean, I guess she's
1: probably fine. I haven't checked yet. I mean, I don't know. I just, she's, you know, she's in her room. The door's closed. I don't know. She's She's not not actively complaining. (laughs) Oh,
0: God. Oh, these people. Um, So Mrs. Gardella is missing a diamond ring that she had left out on her dresser the previous night, but forgotten to put on. And she says that they've searched the whole house and they can't find it anywhere, and... She very awkwardly asks Stacy if Stacy might have borrowed it to show to her friends, um, which Stacy is extremely offended by and says she didn't even go in the bedroom and she definitely didn't take it. So Mrs. Gardella is like, okay, I'm going to talk to your mom and repeat my unfounded accusations.
3: Jesus and Christ.
0: Stacy's mom, to her credit, is like, does not believe this for a second. She's mm-hmm. like, "Yep, yeah, no, Stacy wouldn't do this. Stacy didn't do this. I know my daughter. Um and Mrs. Gardella says that she's not gonna hire anyone from the club anymore, and she's going to call their other clients and tell them that Stacy is probably a jewel thief. Um and yeah, Stacy is distraught. Yeah. And her mom was like, Yeah, I know you didn't do this. I don't believe this. Um Her mother, like,
2: very magnanimously also doesn't mention the whole ring conversation that they've been having. (laughs) Yeah, no. um, Which, yeah, it's good. That would definitely cross your mind, but also you might still have confidence that your child would not steal somebody's fucking diamond ring. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's funny because, like, I, Mandela, affected this and thought that her mom absolutely thought she took the ring because she'd made such a fuss about wanting the ring and... I remember this as being like, oh, yeah, there's a whole rift. And she was like, even my mom doesn't trust me. And like, that, that's just mm. fictional. <laughs> I just made that up. Love it.
2: There's, yeah. Yeah, I can see how that would arise, um, given the other stuff that happens in the book.
0: Yeah, it's, it's kind of what you'd expect to happen. But yes, I was expecting a bit
1: more of that.
0: Yeah. Mm. But yeah, Stacy's parents do not have a great track record for not sucking, but her mom actually doesn't suck in this one. And yeah. for
2: like listening to her perspective and things, I feel like we've actually seen them kind of work on that. So, yeah. It yeah. um it could be that her mom is like I'm <laughs> the important thing for me to do here is to back Stacy up and, you know, what whatever the <laughs> Whatever's actually going on, we can sort out later on, which is also, I think, a good instinct. Like, Yeah.
0: So she calls Christy and tells her that uh, there is trouble brewing for the club. And <laughs> Christy is also like, yeah, I know you didn't take it. I don't believe you. I, I don't believe her. Um, we just have to, like, figure out what to do about our, not losing our existing clients. Um, so just good for
2: Christy. The whole notion of, like, people take thefts too fucking seriously, it, like, this just annoys me so much. The notion of, like, well, you took my diamond ring and I'm going to, I, I, or rather, I believe you took my diamond ring and I'm going to act on that assumption despite the fact that I've done very little investigation of this whole scenario and I'm going to, um, respond punitively to the best extent that I can. Um, like, rather than just waiting or yeah. like you know I feel like it's really really inappropriate to be honest unless you have really good evidence um to accuse anybody of theft um, unless there's like a pattern of behavior or mm-hmm. you know like just the like it's a fucking diamond but also it was lying out on the dresser in your house and you have large pets yeah
0: <laughs> like oh
2: <laughs> Just the, Have you the, checked the
0: litter tray as
2: well? Ju- yes, ju- jumping to this um, conclusion and then saying I'm gonna like poison Destroy the barrel in this small town that we live in, um, yeah, is it's just so fucking like ridiculous. Um, I, this yeah, this is why this book has uh, has has very bad vibes. Mrs. Gardella is a is like just um, massively overreacting. i
0: mean i was kind of pleasantly surprised she didn't threaten to call the police on her yeah i guess this is her
2: going like well i can't can't call the police on a 13 year old but i'm going to do the next best thing
1: i think it's more like i can't call the police on her because i actually have no idea whether she's taken or not and i haven't even searched the house yet but um i'm never gonna use that babysitter's club again because maybe she's she, i think she knows she doesn't know whether Stacy took it Yeah, and the i'm going to stop anyone is a kind of a in her head like a precautionary measure in case she's right and she's also an asshole yeah but like the police would require her to actually yeah you know Know that there had been a crime. I think if I genuinely suspected that a minor
2: who had been in my house had nicked something, I would probably invite them back to babysit and be like, "God, I've misplaced this ring. Any like, did you see that around the place?" Yeah, and like, would you that,
1: help me look for it?
2: You can do that as a precautionary thing if you yeah. think they're gonna ha- get cold feet and put the ring back.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which she clearly thought that like she was the type who would because she did try saying, "Did you accidentally take it?" Like, which is unbelievably stu-
2: stupid and insulting. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, exactly. It shows that mindset. Um, anyway, yeah. No, no. It, it's all a little bit implausible, I think, just it even Stacy yeah. really being this motivated by a specific type of ring and then, unfortunately, having accidental access to one... <sighs> Yeah, it doesn't all yeah. necessarily hold together that
3: well.
0: But anyway. You know, this it's is a little contrived. It, uh, to, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So Christy calls uh, an emergency meeting of the Babysitter's Club. Um, they turn up. Everyone is very tense. Um, Christy hasn't told them why they're meeting. So everyone is just, like, awkwardly sitting around looking very worried. Um and Stacy like, preemptively apologizes and Christy says, "Stacy, you have nothing to be sorry for. It's not your fault Mrs. Gardella is a wacko. <laughs>
2: Good old Christy.
0: I know, she's so supportive in this.
2: <laughs> How dare you threaten the integrity of my club. Yeah, <laughs> that, exactly. That's the one. In both senses of that phrase.
0: <laughs> Christy is prepared to cut a bitch.
2: <laughs> Good.
0: So they tell everyone what happened and everyone is appalled. And... Um, Mallory says something about what a coincidence it is that the same kind of ring went missing as the one that Stacy wanted, <laughs> and Stacy's like, but it was just a casual comment. I knew she didn't mean anything by it and is convincing to no one. Oh, uh, I mean, Christy is the one who allegedly has the big mouth, but I feel like Mallory gets to say all these things, um... yeah <laughs> and I think. Mallory gets a bit of a pass because she's younger, but we actually see Mallory put her foot in her mouth more often than Christy. I think so, yeah. Like, yeah. Jesse would not... Jessie would be like, oh... No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, moving on, moving on. Claudia says that she doesn't care if the Gardellas refuse to hire them anymore, but then Stacey explains that they're planning to, like, tell everyone else about this. um, And... The girls are all very freaked out. Um and they worry about what to do and Christy says that you know, this is America goddammit and you're innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> and Marianne says that uh yeah, the clients know us and they'll definitely, you know, assume that Stacy is innocent and it's going to be fine. Um then a couple days later they have a meeting and the phone does not ring. Dun, dun, dun. dun. Mm, it is very stressful. I know. Well, then we get some continuity in the most unexpected of ways, which is that they get a wrong number call and it's someone looking for the sewage treatment plant, which <laughs> was introduced just two books ago to great yes. fanfare in the local press. Oh my God. And I cannot believe they brought
1: that detail back. That is 100% uh, Ellen Miles being like, "Ah, oh, I just, oh, I feel so clever.
2: That's amazing. <laughs> I hope they get wrong numbers for the sewage treatment plan forever. It would be so funny if there was just like one digit um, different.
0: <laughs> Stacey then is feeling so stressed about the lack of calls that she like very generously offers to quit the club um, to like s- save everybody else basically. And Christy is like, what i won't hear of it um and then eventually mrs braddock calls uh to hire a sitter and it seems fine she doesn't say anything about having heard from mrs gardella uh we really have no concept of like who mrs gardella knows around town but like all these grown-ups go to the same parties. so i have a i have a guess based on the stuff that happens at the end
2: of the novel who she knows yes Um, yeah (laughs) And I, I think it's the social climbers. I think it's the preziosos. And she maybe knows everybody else um, in passing. But I think she and the preziosos are all like dressing up fancy and having kind of fake fancy get togethers where you have to wear your new ascot. Um, <laughs> I, I bet she knows the Delaney's as well. Yeah,
0: possibly. I think the Delaney's are really rich, though. Yeah. Like th- she's really rich as well like she has a big house and a full time nanny and stuff so. she's not in that part of town though yeah no. She.
2: I feel like she's a little bit on the like well maybe she's actually rich but I think there's a,
1: a element of pretension there that you see maybe. in some of the it is weird that they're that rich and don't live in the don't live in christy's neighborhood though like in their, in
0: their district yeah their just district, picturing
1: yeah. like a ridiculously out of place house
2: yes. <laughs> like with, <laughs> yeah
0: just a huge mcmansion
2: with like turrets on it and then just like regular two-bed semis <laughs> <on> yes <laughs>
0: yeah um then the only other call that they get is from mrs newton and she sounds fine but stacy is still worried um so, basically, fretting continues. We then get a Marianne chapter where Marianne is babysitting the Prezioso girls. Um, and Jenny Prezioso is being high maintenance in her usual way. Uh, they decide to play having a pretend birthday party uh, because Jenny wants it to be her 13th birthday. Cool. Um, then... A new neighborhood boy turns up who's called Joey. And Joey is troublesome. And he's not like unintentionally troublesome like Jackie Rudowski. He's just a little bollocks, basically. <laughs> yeah. So he brings the garden hose into the house and then like sprays water all over Jenny and the front hall. Um so Marianne is like the most hard ass we've ever seen any of these babysitters be ever. Uh, She kicks him out and demands his name so that she can call his mom and give out. And he's like, uh, I don't know it. And Jenny is like, Conklin, it's Conklin. <laughs> I love that. So, Jenny is a narc
2: yeah. <laughs> for Jenny. Of course she is. But also, yeah, this kid needs to be narced on. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, this kid
0: is a dick. Marianne warns everyone about Joey Conklin via the notebook they are having another meeting. It's now Wednesday. Uh, Claudia, Don and Marianne are eating something called smart food, which I had <laughs> never heard of. And I Googled it and it still exists. And it's just a brand of popcorn. And I don't know why it's called smart food. They are actually speculating on
2: why it's called smart food and whether it means that it will make you smart or whether uh, you're a smart person because you decided to buy the food. Um, Instead of ringdings. And I presume that they are, that marketing is to try and persuade you both of those things are true.
0: <laughs> presumably yes but yeah I've never ever heard of this um, no me neither then they sit around and talk popcorn some more and Stacy is a bit worried because normally Christy would have shut this chat down at 5.30 sharp <laughs> but she's actually just staring at the phone willing it to ring Aww. and then gradually everyone else trails off and starts staring at the phone and willing it to ring it So t- I was so sad for them reading that yeah and then they finally get a call and it's Mrs. Sobeck, but Mrs. Selback is calling to cancel a booking, um, dun, dun, dun. which they're appalled by and like, we've never, literally never seen this happen before.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: And she says that it's because Betsy Selbeck's uncle is coming to town, so they're going to go have a family day. But Christy is worried that maybe this is a cover story. And then everyone sits around in an increasingly awkward silence and Jesse, like in a rare miss for Jesse, decides to diplomatically be like, hey, what's the worst thing that's ever happened to this club, you guys? (laughs) They actually go
2: for it, though.
0: They go for it. It shouldn't work. And they start sharing reminiscences.
2: uh, And I was like, this feels like a clip show. It yes. kind of like Anne just went on strike for a chapter. <laughs> <laughs> There's or, like a or, montage. Yeah, it's like, oh, do you remember that time when, so they reminisce about the awfulness of the babysitter's agency. And
0: mary is like, the worst time I remember is when we had that humongous fight and none of us was speaking to each other. And my notes just say, which, which time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think, I think it it's is the, the one when time, dawn but yeah. came, but yeah, yeah. And then they're like, "What was it even about?" Oh, I don't know. Ha
2: ha ha. I'm like, well, <laughs> even if you're going to reminisce about the fight, it is definitely a good idea to not remember what it was about. Because yes. if you bring yes. that up, someone's yeah. still mad. It definitely. will be relitigated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now is not the time to be. Like you need it, you need a united front right now, you guys. So definitely don't, yeah, <laughs> don't reignite that flame.
0: Then we have a rare sighting of the Addisons. Mrs. Addison has called up to cancel because she and Carrie Addison have strep throat. Um, so Claudia is very disappointed because her job is cancelled and she really needs the money. Um, and then yes, they all make fun of Christy for how. When they were struggling with the babysitters' agency, Christy tried to start offering housework as a bonus service. <laughs> <And> <laughs> even Christy admits that this idea was not one of her better ones. Jesse and Mal are like, "What?" and Christy says, "Don't
2: worry, they talked me out of it. <laughs> the agency self-destructed because the sitters they hired were so terrible."
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Christy is being very a very good sport
2: here. Yeah, um, Claudia is not. Claudia yeah. is um, being yeah. like, "But you guys." Like, all of a sudden, money is the most important thing in the world to me.
0: <laughs> I blew all my money on outrageous sneakers. And this is somehow Stacy's fault. I have buyer's remorse. Um,
2: <laughs> and I've just become incredibly mercenary. <laughs> yep. Um, she's like, I just remembered the babysitter's agency did steal some of our clients for a while. And during that time, we'd have meetings when the phone never rang. <gasps> just like now. And Mariana's like, yeah, well, we survived that. So yeah, great. Woo.
0: <laughs> yeah Claudia is not quite on board with the project of making Stacy feel in any way okay about all of this,
2: yeah, this is um this i'm I'm finding this a bit egregious because <laughs> we very very recently had a book in which Claudia, Claudia was, was under suspicion.
1: Accused of something, oh, yeah. yeah. Good point. And when all of her friends, with the exception of Marianne for some reason. um, Yeah, Marianne was being a, there was a batch of books where Marianne was being a raging cow and this is one yes. of them. That
0: yeah. was one of the worst
1: ones. She was like, you should just own up, Claude, you'll feel better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We won't judge you for if, if you did do it. Uh, yeah. and then she cries yeah. when
2: they tell her that she's full of shit um, yeah. yeah and I, yeah. christy is just in all of these is her best christy self where she's like no my babysitter would never do anything like that we're gonna put on a united front um yes so and she's doing that again in this one um but claudia is really freaked out about money does claudia owe money to someone like jesus what is
1: this behavior only to the hershey's corporation <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh no, she's in she's in hock deep to the Hershey's Corporation. <laughs> They're gonna send someone around and break her knees.
1: I think I think Claudia just has a lot of outgoings between the fashion and the and the art supplies. Claudia yeah. spends all of her money so she has no savings and she also needs to buy art supplies. I mean Or feels yeah. like
0: she needs to buy art supplies constantly. Yeah she must have a stash of art supplies though.
1: Um,
0: yeah, she specifically said at the start of this that actually she doesn't need any art supplies in the next yeah, little while. that's so, true. Like, she's just blown all her money on shoes and yeah, doesn't she, have a cushion, basically. Yeah, basically.
1: She's just down to like four bucks because she yeah, bought expensive sneakers.
0: Search your room, Claude. There's
1: probably stuff
2: hidden
0: away that you've forgotten about. <laughs> that's true. There's probably money. <laughs> Sell those ringdings. dings. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't think that's mm, gonna work. Second
0: hand ringdings. <laughs> Set up a
2: little like snack table on the playground and flog all your like hidden stuff. <laughs> like
0: slightly melted Maltesers teasers.
1: <laughs> I, I would
0: Yeah, sell them at a discount. Yeah. You would probably make like ten dollars <laughs> no time.
1: Yeah. Middle schoolers are not particular. I remember being that age. I was just hungry all the time. Yeah. <laughs> God, she should definitely do this.
2: And they've run enough yard sales, Jesus. You know they know how to do it.
0: Yeah. Claudia doesn't have that grind set and she's decided this is all Stacy's fault.
2: Claudia's just assigned the role of antagonist for this yes, book. And that's, that's what's yeah.
0: happened. It's I'm annoying. Not, it's really annoying. It would be much better if it went to somebody else. Um Like Mary I was expecting it to be Mary Yeah, given her previous, like, she's God got form. Him, she's lawful evil. Like yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Um yeah, it's it's really kind of out of nowhere that like Claudia is just bad in this one. If we were going to have, like, you
2: know, I don't know, maybe in 20 books, Claudia and Stacy will be ex-best friends, um, which would be sad, but also, I guess, like a realistic character yeah, arc for a pair happens. of teenage girls. Um,
0: this could be where it started. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Who knows? So next book, Je- or sorry, next chapter, Jesse is minding Becca and Squirt, and um, and they're trying to figure out something to do to pass the time, which is a bit of a problem because Squirt can't play board games yet. Um so they decide to play um the version of hide and seek where it's not people that hide, but like you hide a small object um and I think they hide. It's
2: literally Find the Button, isn't it? I think that's what that game is called, but they don't mention it. Maybe it's maybe it's trademarked. Maybe Mattel owns <laughs> Find the Button, like they own
0: Ouija <laughs> boards. I wouldn't put it past Mattel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So while they're like looking for the button and it's hidden in various small places and it's very easy for this small object to be hidden and hard to find, <laughs> Jessie has the moment of insight that small objects can easily get hidden and be hard to find. This is a Charlotte Johansson level of insight. Yes, <laughs> exactly. exactly. And
2: then she gets distracted. She doesn't follow through. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She like almost cracks this case wide open and then like there's
0: a red herring. <laughs> yes. Then she's distracted by an urgent news flash on the radio. <laughs> it's W S T O, the voice of Stony Brook, um, saying that there's a burglar in town again. <laughs> um he's broken into several homes in the past two weeks, and on the night that like this night as we speak, there's been three burglaries tonight alone. So Jessie freaks out and panics and decides she needs to make the house as secure as possible. But she has obviously not been studying the back issues of the club notebook because she does not stack a, bu- a bunch of canned goods to make a homemade burglar alarm. Nope. I hope Marianne takes her to
2: task over that because that's a really important babysitting tenet. You need to Definitely. be able to stack all the
1: cans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what are you doing if you're not stacking cans?
0: So they close all the doors and windows. And then she hides all the jewellery in a drawer and then she puts a blanket over the TV in the VCR. <laughs> yeah, very subtle. the kids that, like, we're doing this to make the place look neater. Yeah. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Um, oh. then she turns on, uh, the radio full blast, uh, so that, and turns on all the lights throughout the house so that the burglar will know there's people home. Um, and then. She goes to bed and has the comforting thought that if the burglar did take the ring, then it's fine because Stacy's name will be cleared, which is quite a leap because like the burglar has not been caught. So if the burglar took the ring, they have no proof that the burglar took the ring. Yeah, but you know, she's 11 and almost asleep. <laughs>
2: True. I think it is actually, um, if you find out that there has been a whisper campaign s- smearing your club, you could talk to your regular clients and say, this woman who is talking to you has not factored in the fact that there is a like an actual jewel thief in town. Yes, um, true. So she's done no research at all and has not considered at least one other apparently plausible option. Um, yeah. She like she didn't even go to the cops. How likely do you think this theft is? Um,
0: <laughs> you know she should have reported <gasps> it. They should have implied that it's insurance fraud. Actually,
2: yes. <laughs> my father ed mcgill who works in some kind of financial uh area um th- thinks they have an insurance policy i was like no he can't have sold them one." no the-
0: <laughs> <laughs> well he used to work in the stony brook branch so
2: yeah that's true
0: <laughs> i mean you i feel like
2: if this went on long enough christy would definitely be able to like engineer a reverse whisper campaign that would be really devastating to Yancey's.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Next chapter, Claudia is um, writing an illegible diary entry uh, in which yeah. she complains about money. how short of money she is. Mm -hmm. Uh, she says she's gonna have to return the sneakers so that she can buy art supplies so they're just in the box I guess you haven't actually
2: worn them you're just a sneaker
0: hoarder maybe she's a sneakerhead. Yeah. (laughs) I mean she appears
1: to be because um, Claudia had said that she could wear a different pair of sneakers every day for a month and her feet are still growing oh my god That is an insane amount of sneakers to have accumulated in the time it takes you to, like, within, like, you need to, you went up a shoe size about once a year at that age, like. Yeah. She's accumulated 30 pairs of sneakers in a year. She must be doing so much babysitting.
0: This is not Stacey's fault. No. (laughs) Like, even
1: if Stacey was exaggerating, she probably has at least a dozen, maybe 20. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe the next,
2: like, book in the series is just Claudia and the Intervention. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, Claudia... You need to put some of these shoes on eBay and like move on with your life. Yeah. <laughs> this is really important. It's something you should do for you. <laughs> eBay doesn't exist yet, but yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> even Stacy thinks that this is out of character. Uh, she's like, Claudia isn't usually obsessed with how much money she makes. Most of us babysit because it's fun, not because it makes us millionaires. Um, so yes, even even Stacy agrees that the characterization is a bit off in this one. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the Preziosos call and um, so Claudia gets that job and Christy wonders if the Preziosos just haven't heard the Gardella story. Mm. And Donna's like, well, maybe they're just desperate. Uh, it just doesn't really help the mood. Um, so Claudia goes there on Saturday night. They're all dressed up and Mrs. Prezioso is reeking of perfume apparently.
2: <laughs> this book is very anti-perfume.
0: It yeah. is. And then uh, Claudia... Uh, puts Andrea in her pajamas and says that Jenny can help. uh, Helping meant mostly just standing around and saying, (laughs) Mommy doesn't do it like that. Another useful thing. (laughs) (laughs) The Stacey
2: Sass is is real. um, I love love the Stacey
0: Sass. Um, Then Andrea is being very much a robot baby. They sing her lullabies until she falls asleep. Lol. Does it take like an hour and a half no, it
1: doesn't. <laughs> hey, hey, what time did you first see me attempt to get this baby to sleep tonight? <laughs> Some time ago. Like eight
0: o'clock.
1: <laughs> yeah. What time did he go to sleep at? Like nine o'clock? Yeah. 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 And this yeah. wasn't a tough one or anything. Yeah. Oh no, sorry, it was ten to ten when he went to sleep. <laughs> I recently babysat
2: my uh, very small nephew. He's three months old now. Um, and it was like, oh my God, so so novel to be in charge of a baby this age. Um, and he was mostly very good. But when he, he woke up looking for his mom, um, I had to get him back to sleep twice. And on the third time he woke up, we just rang her to come get him. <laughs> yeah. um, but the first two times I was like, yeah, I've, got, I've still got it. But um, mm-hmm. I've re- remembered that the trick is for like singing to them, you really don't want to do like the kind of soft, calm lullabies that you think of. Um, what you need is a song with a good marching beat <laughs> that you can <laughs> stomp around the house with while you're holding the baby. And that actually worked really it's well. It's the emotion
1: more than the song, I think.
2: Cause... I think, well, the, pa- the two of them... So he's really fascinated by two people singing the same song. Oh, he's like, cool. how are you doing that? That's magic.
1: Oh, I'm so <laughs> you <know, I'm> <laughs> glad other babies are like that as well. It's like, how do you both know what... Why are you... How?
2: Yeah. Why, you, why are you, <laughs> doing but I just yeah, yeah there's like the
1: same noise a couple of
2: songs from the cats soundtrack that are just like nice um for Jones and Mr. Mistopheles are really good um but the one that has always worked best for me which I remembered um is Cat Like Tread from the Pirates of Penzance which is extremely funny and stupid um and it's just like you're you you gotta stomp (laughs) like holding the uh, the baby and kind of not not shaking obviously but like you know swaying them in time to it and really worked um twice and then luckily my sister was only like Two minutes away, because <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> when he woke up and he was screaming, he was like, "I will, I can continue to scream until I get my mother back." <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh, you um,
2: it's fun though.
0: Yeah, none of that in this. Um, no, no,
2: they don't sing Annie Gilbert and Sullivan in any of these books. It's just totally ahistorical. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no babies have to be walked around ever in these books. Oh, um, mm. then. Jenny and Claudia are playing house and then they play something called shark attack. And then Claudia is getting Jenny ready for bed and she hears a noise downstairs mm-hmm. and she thinks it's a burglar. And Claudia is just about to panic when she realizes that it's the preziosos coming home early. <laughs> she can probably smell them coming in. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. Yes. um, Mrs. Prezioso says that they were at a dinner party and the Gardella's turned up <gasps> and they started trash-talking the babysitter's club. And Mrs. Prezioso, God bless her, is like, yeah, actually, we don't believe a word they said. And it got so awkward that we came home. I love that. I love it. I love it so much. i good. Solidarity. Uh, she also says that the party sucked anyway. Um, <laughs> Still it's Kind well. of. It would have been nicer if they'd paid Claudia for the full evening, uh, but because they came home early, they only pay her for two hours' work, mm, which Claudia uh, is disappointed by. I yeah. feel like this is, yeah, they should have paid her for the full um, yeah.
2: amount of time, but yeah.
0: It's the kind of amount of money that will be would make very little difference to like, them as adults, but would mm. mean a lot to Claudia.
2: Yes, But exactly. they themselves, yeah. Yeah. The thing that's actually literally just occurred to me is that they have, um, they all have Italian surnames. They do. And I think these are the only families with Italian surnames.
1: So so maybe are we it saying was... that these yeah. are the Stony Brook, like, Italian-American family? The Italian mafia. No,
2: that's not what I was saying. I thought this was <laughs> just,
1: like, people who knew each other from some, some other kind of community thing. They know each other from, you know... Yeah, the social club. The legitimate businessman
2: social club. Oh my god. I, I, I don't know why I'm so comfortable like saying, <laughs> like saying, implying that they're all having sex with each other, but that I feel really horrified by
0: this. <laughs> swingers parties aren't an ethnic stereotype. Yes. <laughs> I know. Anyone can go to swingers parties. are just like, <laughs> are they eating a giant pot of spaghetti or
2: something? Oh my god. This is what gets us cancelled. No, that was terrible. It's just a coincidence, you guys, that the, the two fancy people yeah okay, two fancy families are like the are also italian uh italian american um possibly many 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 generations down
1: i don't <laughs> Honestly, know yeah. i don't know did i ever tell you that my dad's uncle worked for the italian mob in australia no
0: <laughs> i think you did because i think it was in a very early episode and then we had to cut it out what? yeah but remind us <laughs> what no, did he do so like he drove trucks Okay. Full of awful. Awful. Mm -hmm.
1: Awful. His job was driving trucks full of awful. Definitely awful. It was definitely awful in the trucks because no one is searching it. (laughs) Um, That is very sinister. uh, um, Just whatever you might want to happen if I hide in a truck full of awful, whether that is weapons, bodies, or drugs. Or money. Um, Or (laughs) money, yeah, like, you know. Uh, But uh, no, he... Ended up moving in. He moved like the fifties or something, forties or fifties to Australia, and he ended up moving in to this suburb which was all Italian. And he obviously just they were just like, eh, "It's fine, Catholic solidarity. This guy's okay." And
2: <laughs> so funny. <yeah.
1: laughs> he ended up getting basically employed as a, yeah driver for, for the mob. Hmm. There, I think there, were, there was a front of this like awful business, and
0: yeah. That's such a bad front. That's a, like that's so suspicious looking. But like it worked.
1: Yeah. It worked. Yep. And you know, it
0: explains away any,
1: any unfortunate bloodstains. Like I mean, I guess at the time the sopranos had never come out, you know, so United Livers. <laughs> <Inc. Yeah. laughs> you know. Like honest Joey's awful. <laughs>
0: Gods <laughs> are us.
2: Yeah. <laughs> now this is what gets us cancelled um to our grandchildren because eating any kind of non-plant based food will be anathema. That yeah, that's very exciting.
1: <laughs> Probably that's <laughs> it, yeah. Uh but yeah, no, that that was uh yeah, and oh. dad didn't find out until like my or his brother who lived in Australia found out. Years and years later, I think it was at the uncle's funeral and he was just like like an awful lot of Italians around or whatever and some <laughs> who knew him was like, oh, you're his nephew? Oh, wait till I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. I mean, it's good to find out that way many years later when it has ceased to be Oh yeah, um, no, it was, (laughs) nobody, nobody, they knew they had an uncle who had gone out to Australia and, you know, had just like settled down there and not come back. And that was all they knew Mm. um, before then. Yeah. Like while, while my uncle first moved to Australia in the seventies, the, his uncle did not, I think they had met up a couple of times or whatever, but he didn't let on or anything. He just let, let, let his nephew live his own life. Mm-hmm. Didn't, didn't drag him into this. It's so
2: exotic, um, because mostly the normal Irish thing is to have an uncle who was in the RA. Like you, You're like, oh no, none of that for me. <laughs> I'm driving an awful it, truck. The Italian-Australian mafia. Ooh, very fancy. <laughs> I'm probably
1: very tired. Uh, I should probably, we should probably do the episode.
2: We're at 71%, you guys. Stacey's name is gonna be cleared. I don't know when, I don't know how, but soon.
0: Um. So the is, uh get an A for solidarity and a B be for like <laughs> <family> 10 <Lighterness. workers. laughs> years. Yes. yeah um then meanwhile Stacy is sitting at home sadly eating spaghetti with her mom and her mom is like trying desperately to cheer her up but she's just in a really bad mood about the whole situation yeah.
3: mm-hmm.
0: um so they go to the video shop and rent out a video. Um, of Gone with the Wind, which apparently Stacey loves and she's seen it ten times, and her and her mom love bonding over it. Cool.
2: Canonically, her favourite book, uh, her favourite movie is... um julie andrews is mary poppins yeah so, um i would have thought you'd stick that in the vcr but you know i guess maybe she's <laughs> she's ready for some antebellum historical revisionism you know she's at that
0: age <laughs> yeah that face. She's ready for some good ethnic stereotypes
1: <laughs> <sighs> oh.
0: so uh then she they're interrupted by the phone um and claudia has called her up and is really upset about what happened at the pretioses and about having got home got sent home early and not paid for the full evening so then she asks if she can come over and hang out at stacy's house and stacy's like yeah that would be great that would be fun let's hang out um claudia arrives and is in kind of a weird mood and so they go up to stacy's room but claudia is sort of roaming around like handling everything and like picking up all of Stacy's things and putting them down and looking inside things and going through her makeup supplies and um suddenly Stacy realizes that what Claudia is actually doing is searching the room for the diamond ring. This is
2: so we know that um the worst thing Dawn has ever done is the gaslighting incident. and yeah. um, realistically Marianne has a few low points, but probably it's the bit where she um, told Claudia that she should just fess up if she cheated on the test. Yeah. yeah. Um the Mars bar thing is pretty bad as well. Um but this I think is Claudia's low point. We could yeah. probably work out where the other girls have been at their worst <laughs> too, but um Yes. This is really this is a betrayal on the house on the hill. Just
3: <laughs> no, this is
1: awful. This is rock bottom stuff. Like yeah, yeah. pure skullbaggery
2: I would boot someone out of my room. <laughs> oh my she God. Was oh yeah,
0: uh, which she does. Well, she she yeah. tries to boot her out, and Claudia is like, "Don't bother kicking me out because I'm leaving." And <laughs> <her> flounces out. <laughs> no, she's just afraid she'll actually get booted with a boot. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, she deserves a boot.
2: She does. This was really terrible. Like. Like no, there's just no.
1: Like this is unconscionable.
2: I'm sorry that you like aren't have just been paid twelve dollars less than you're expecting, Claudia. <laughs> like, yeah. but this is yeah. not your best friend's fault. Take it up with the Preziosos. Get Christy on the on the blower to them. Like
0: she can be like, listen, you agreed to pay like for four <laughs> hours,
2: and you only paid for an hour and a half.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this is Christie's domain, um, and yeah. yes, Claudia's like. Spending habits are not Stacey's fault. Um, so yeah, Stacey spends the next day fuming and feeling really bad. Uh, she wants to call Claudia and make up, but she does not want to offer an apology. She wants to receive an apology. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah. Fair enough.
1: Stacey mm-hmm. has done nothing wrong whatsoever. Claudia has been a real little weapon. I can actually see that Claudia may be just getting a bit all Nancy Drew'd open her head and get going a bit bananas with it
2: Nancy Drew would not search someone's room while they were looking at them going what are you doing N-
0: Nancy Drew
1: <laughs> wouldn't be this shit at it
0: well if Nancy Drew did that the other person would have like turned and stared into the corner and be like I don't know what I'm meant to be looking at I'm gonna turn back right <laughs> around soon
1: certainly based on the one book we've read yes <laughs>
0: yeah that's because the other
2: characters in Nancy Drew are like <laughs> basically plants as we have previously <laughs> talked about <Yeah. laughs>
0: <laughs> like, yeah um, unfortunately Stacy has a bit more going on upstairs than <laughs> standard Nancy Drew character <laughs> at least the Nancy Drew villains um yes at school things continue to be awkward uh they avoid making eye contact in the corridor uh, Stacy sadly eats her lunch in the library Aww. um so that she doesn't have to see Claudia this is terrible she's done nothing wrong um but she goes to the meeting that evening anyway. Uh, she sits down with her back to Claudia and... She does
2: elaborate, elaborate like, avoidance practices for yes. Claudia, yeah. which
0: is, it,
2: you know, it would be very awkward to be around, but
0: yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. She listens to Claudia unwrapping unspecified junk food and speculates on which junk food it might be.
2: <laughs> Poor Stacy cannot touch any of this, but she's just incredibly clued into to, like... You know, what what does that Russell mean? What could that be? They're only going to offer me like pretzels at best, but like maybe they're eating Twinkies. Oh my god, it could be it sounds like Twinkies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so sad. I know. Then Claudia suggests that they should just skip paying club dues cuz they're not earning enough money, uh which is like just st- a stab at the heart of who Stacy is and what she stands for. She knows that the club dues are everything to Stacy. <laughs> it's
2: yeah, it's so um it's it's just reinforced, it's just insult to injury. Um yeah. she actually you made it sound much more polite than what she actually says, which is you know, said Claudia, I don't think we should have to pay Jews when we're not earning any money. And like Marianne's like, but we always pay Jews. <laughs> See, she's awful legal. Yeah, <laughs> yes, she is. Yeah. And then Christy is like, no, put the money in the treasury and like stop stop being a <laughs> stop being a tax avoider, Claudia. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah that's Ed McGill's job <laughs> so yeah, yeah Stacy wordlessly hands the envelope back over her shoulder in Claudia's general direction <laughs> and money is reluctantly placed in there um, and they talk about like how worried they are and how, how bad the situation is and Stacy says that she's going to offer to babysit for free for the Gardellos until she pays off the value of the ring um and Jessie is like wow but you didn't take the ring thank you Jessie at least mm-hmm. someone is still being supportive yeah. yeah um and so she Christy gives her the go ahead to do this and so Christy rings or Stacy rings Mrs. Gardella and makes this offer and says that maybe if she does this, Mrs. Gardella will learn to trust her again. And Mrs. Gardella, fucking hell, says she will accept the offer of free babysitting, but she still doesn't trust Stacy. so she wants another babysitter there to supervise her. And so Christy agrees to go along. What is this?
2: I think this is a good, like, a power move on Stacy's part, because she's like, I'm going to prove to you um, that I... Um, magnanimous enough, like as a, it, it would be much easier for me if I had stolen the ring to give it back. Um, yeah, but I'm actually going to push this out a little bit further to prove that I haven't. Why would Mrs. Gardella accept
1: that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't understand her reasoning here. If if I genuinely thought that somebody had stolen something from my house, I would be like, yeah, sorry, but like I'm not letting you back in here. Yeah,
3: yeah. Like,
2: it, so I think if you would, if you were. If your reasoning is consistent here, Mrs. Gardella is like, I don't know. I don't know who stole the ring. I was just spitballing. (laughs) Like, I I mean, sure. Let's get some free babysitting in here. Who knows?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think she's just cheap and she wants a babysitter and the babysitter's agency is broken up and she doesn't know who else to call.
2: I made a tactical error and I actually kind of do want babysitters around. So I'm going (laughs) to be like, well, let's maybe we'll just forget this ever happened.
0: (laughs) I want not one, but two unpaid babysitters. Yeah,
2: it's, it's, it's extremely cheeky. So Christy is going to go and babysit Stacy while she babysits two dog- a, a dog, a cat, and a baby.
0: <laughs> yep, in that order.
2: <laughs> Very much in that order.
0: Mallory uh, reflects that they still don't know what happened to the ring, and Jesse wonders if it might have been the burglar. And Stacy is smug about the fact that these people are... <laughs> being better than her supposed best friend.
2: Not everybody was a traitor. Jesse also really invested in there being a burglar though. And, yes. Oh Jesse missed out the first time there was, you yeah. know there was a phantom caller. Yeah. Like yeah, Jesse needs to get in on the the terror and the drama.
0: <laughs> exactly. They love the drama. Yeah. Uh, Marianne speculates that the baby might have swallowed the ring, which is absolutely <laughs> a definite possibility. I once ate half a necklace belonging to my mother. Ooh. Um, History does not record what happened
2: to the necklace. Nobody knows what happens to the necklace. It's still inside Esther. Let's move on.
0: <laughs> as far as we know, it's still inside me. Yes. Um, Dawn thinks uh, Mrs. Gardella might have dropped it down the drain and christy thinks that the gardellas just didn't look very hard for it
2: the whole reason that there is a u-bend in sinks is because people drop their rings down the drain all the fucking time yeah so yeah that's also very um no offense to jesse but it is more plausible than the
1: the burglar
2: but even the burglar is a real thing apparently according to the news like the radio has
1: been talking about him Mm -hmm. Her, them i don't know the gender of the burglar and i shouldn't assume Women can be burglar too. You'll be happy to know that
2: the burglar's driver's license will reveal what gender they are.
1: (laughs) Spoiler warning. Diversity win. Anyway.
0: (laughs) I mean, not really. It's just a man. Anyway, Claudia sits in stony silence because she's already offered up her theory of what happened to the ring and nobody needs to hear that. Mm -hmm. Um, And... Dawn reflects that the upside to them not getting any jobs is that nobody has to write in the notebook. I think this might be the first sighting of uh, then someone threw a pillow at her and the rest of us cracked up, which is such a, like, thing in these. Like, this always happens when someone makes a bad joke, but I don't think we've actually seen it up to now. You just assume it's what they're doing. Yeah. Mm. But um, I, I think this might actually be the first, like, documented instance of... Mad. comedy pillow throwing it's a very good um tv segue yes yes it's like it freeze frames and then the credits roll
2: <laughs> or then you cut to them walking thoughtfully through the halls of the elementary school so you can have a little bit more exposition
0: yeah um so that friday christy and stacy are heading to the gardellas stacy is feeling kind of depressed because she's going to have to be babysitting for free for like decades to pay off this diamond (laughs) ring. Um, And so they arrive. Mrs. Gardella goes on and on about her pets um, and also give the baby a bottle at some point, whatever. Um, Even Christy, who, like, pretty pet obsessed herself, is kind of weirded out by this. Yeah, it is weird. Christy agrees that the baby is very cute and can't help but that her parents are lunatics. Uh, um, Then... They worry some more about the burglar, so they decide to search the house, uh, just in case the burglar is hiding under a bed or in a wardrobe. Um, they put, give the baby her bottle, put her in her crib. She instantly drifts off. Christy's like, out like a light. What an easy baby to sit for.
2: Robot. <laughs> she's a Stepford baby.
0: The, the
1: baby's not real.
0: I was going to say she's one of those, like, dolls that they give teens on like high school dramas to learn yeah. what having a baby is like but i think those are intentionally meant to be quite high maintenance so
2: one of my sister's friends got a bad score on that they had those in my sister's year um, oh my god! Gosh. and she was actually told that um she had shaken the baby and she was like, oh, no, what happened? And um, she went home and discovered that um, her dad had been like, oh, this this doll is a cool thing and had turned it upside down to examine it. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Bad times. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, so then they're playing with the cat, cat whose name is Mouse. Um, that I like. And mm. he's... They're playing a game where basically they will throw him a toy and he plays with it and like kills it for a few minutes and then carries it out of the room and returns without it. And he keeps doing this with a succession of toys for a while and then they um, decide to follow him to see where he's hiding everything. So he is putting everything under the desk in the library. And they find a bunch of toys and detritus and foil balls and stuff. And then they... Christy follows him into the living room where he's found another stash of toys. And he is now hiding them under the rug. He has, in fact, located a stash of plastic twist ties, the kind
2: used to tie up plastic bags. And he seemed to be in heaven Uh, and... Nowadays um if you like put up a picture of your cat playing with some of these you would get like 500 anguished instagrammers going
0: no no <laughs> yeah i mean that is sort of asking for an intestinal perforation honestly <laughs> yep
2: um yeah mine mine used to quite like um Uh, The plastic rings that come off of milk jugs. Um, And I I opened a a cupboard that I hadn't looked in for a while. I was like, oh, there are like 10,000 of these in here because of the cat. (laughs) Um, And I got like so many angry, like not angry, more worried. uh, Actually, DMs on Facebook. I've never had so many. (laughs)
0: Like, okay,
2: fine. My cat has not been eating plastic. I promise the cat is fine. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So anyway, Mouse is uh, toying with his own um, life and intestinal integrity. Uh, with all these twist ties, um, and he's hiding them in a different place in the TV room.
0: Yes, he's hiding them under the corner of the rug in the TV room. And Stacy lifts up the rug to see what he's got there, and there's a pile of twist ties, a bunch of paper clips, and a diamond ring. <gasps> Ta-da! Then she calls
2: Christy to come in. Um, mm-hmm. I yelled for Christy. She couldn't believe it. The ring was here all along. She said, "This is incredible." God, you really wish Christy had been in the room at the time. <laughs> Just the whole, the whole setup. Um, yeah. God. Like it, it is, it is sort of quite well couched to exonerate Stacy, right? Um, because yes. she has a witness. Um, they have witnessed the cat engaging in this behavior for um, the whole of the evening. They know that yeah. he stashes stuff. Um, and also when the Gardellas come home, they recognize, um, they're like, oh God, this is what happened because we know that our cat does that. Yeah. But if yeah. you didn't have all of those together, what you potentially could have is a 13-year-old girl who's been like, oh my God, look at this ring I just found. I definitely didn't steal this. Yeah. 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 And
0: that would be so sad. <laughs> yes. I know, it stresses me out to think about that because very easily Mrs. Gardella could have come home and been like, oh how convenient you just happened to find it sure i believe you yeah
2: be such a frustrating book to read yes i have that's not what happens
0: (laughs) (laughs) i know but it's stressful to even think about this
2: yeah and the gardellas instantly just understand the whole situation when stacy does a dramatic reveal she just goes and (laughs) moves the rug out of the way and the ring is revealed and they go (gasps) oh Oh my God, Stacy! I'm so sorry. I can't believe I didn't think to check Mouse's hiding places. You wouldn't believe how many little things we've lost this way. But this is a new hiding place. I didn't even know about it. Like, okay, yeah, great. I'm I'm glad that you already know about this as a thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. So she she doesn't have any doubts about it. But if she did, this
0: it just wouldn't work. <laughs> no. It, yeah, it's very like not provable. Mm. Um. But well, luckily it's fine. I wonder if um
2: the implication is like they kind of they accused Stacy and then they went, Oh god, this is maybe we maybe went too far here. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah. Sorry. But this
0: allows everyone a graceful out from the whole situation. Yeah, you would
2: you would hope so. Also, because they probably do want to be able to hire the babysitters <laughs> club again, because they're a very useful
0: resource in this town. True. <laughs> so she says that she will call the prezioso's first thing and tell them that the babysitters are innocent and Stacy's like, Oh great. And can you also like call everyone else? (laughs) And it turns out that Mrs. Gardella didn't call everyone else and it was all just a big coincidence. Mm. Uh, So Mr. Gardella drops the girls home and gives them lots of guilt money (laughs) she says i've been so busy what with bird being sick and all (laughs) like did your cat puke one
2: time and then you like (laughs) decided you could all only focus on the cat hey bird is the dog mouse is the cat
1: oh sorry okay
2: well maybe your maybe your dog ate the cat food and that's the problem
1: i actually thought the dog had eaten the ring because it mentioned (laughs) that he'd been having stomach problems oh yeah and I was, like, damn sure that I was like, uh, oh, I know where the ring is. And then it was like, no, the cat just hid it under a rug. Dog eats ring, cat steals ring, babysitter gets blamed.
2: <laughs> the tale is old as time. Babysitter locates disgusting ring under the
1: carpet. I thought it was going to have a more exciting denouement where they had to go to an emergency vet and it turned out that actually it was the ring. That would be great. That Then Stacy would be absolutely vindicated um,
2: if it yes. was inside the dog. <laughs> like on an x-ray
0: <laughs> oh my god you fed
1: jewellery to the dog what's wrong with you Stacey it felt a bit anticlimactic to me because that hadn't happened
0: and it was yeah. like I was yeah. expecting it. it was just like oh it was under a rug okay
2: okay I agree yeah it should have been it should yeah. have been like that that would have been better
0: <laughs> we, we wanted medical drama <laughs> yeah we could have had medical drama mm-hmm. yeah cheated um so next meeting Claudia and Stacey have made up off screen um and Claudia has delivered a fulsome and well-deserved apology.
2: Even before Stacey was proved innocent, she actually felt bad prior to this. Um, This timing is important. Good.
0: (laughs) Um, So, it turns out that uh, the Perkinses hadn't been calling lately because they were away. Uh, Dr. Johansson hasn't been calling lately because Charlotte has strep throat yet again, which is another nice bit of continuity because Mm. that was like Stacy and the Haunted Mansion, Charlotte had strep throat. <laughs>
2: There's a yep. lot. There's another family that have strep throat as well in this book, isn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah. The- Going around. The Addisons had it. Can I just say as well, um, the phrasing of the Perkinses situation is, she said they had been on vacation and she and her husband had really enjoyed spending time with the girls, but now they were back and she was ready to line up some sitters again. (laughs) Perkinses, you don't have to explain that. I'm sure you had a lovely holiday. (laughs) She's like,
0: yeah, no, it was
2: great. We had so much fun. Oh my God. Can you come over like now? What about I seen like half an hour? (laughs) Yeah. I'm so done. <laughs> I just, I just need to sit in a room that is completely silent for like five hours. Can you do that? Can you cover that for me?
1: <laughs> hey, who here has recently been on a long holiday with their kids?
2: <laughs> I actually got into like, yeah, I've, I've, I felt kind of the reverse of that. I sort of just acclimatized to being the parent in charge all the time. I think the problem is when you are used to. Like offloading them for a point in time when they're like at school or something, and then you're like, "Where is my three hours?"
1: <laughs> yeah, I have to say, I got used to crash really quickly with the space of a couple of weeks. When he had Chicken Box, it was like, "Oh God, what?"
0: No.
2: Yeah, it's just it's a big it's a big adjustment. So yeah, that's why I have extra side eye for the Perkinses.
0: <laughs> like, oh, you do yeah. not want to mind your own kids for three weeks.
2: That's oh, they have three though. So yeah, they they do.
0: Yeah, and they're always singing show tunes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Okay, yeah, well, I blame one. the
0: parents for that one. They,
2: you need to get the Perkins girls together with like the family that has a small baby. Oh, they have a small baby. Um yeah. and just get them to sink out like tread, and then you have like a perfect utilization of the extra energy and the the needs of the baby. True. Yes. Um
0: that's what this is about.
2: <laughs> uh I don't know. Anyway, it's it you all I'm saying is you didn't need to tell the Babysitter's Club this much. They don't...
0: Yes. They so. believe
2: that you had a lovely holiday
0: <laughs> without you saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you bring it up unsolicited, it just makes it sound like you're really, really sick of minding your three kids. <laughs> which, what are you which saying, you? Esther? I'm not a furry. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Cool. Uh, so anyway, it turns out all the families have perfectly innocent explanations for not having needed a babysitter lately. And now they have lots more work for everybody. Um, Mrs. Gardella rings up to say that their nanny is back, so she won't actually need the babysitters going forward. And actually, the babysitters, at long last, decide that they're firing the Gardellas as clients because they're too much hassle. And like, I am so glad they have finally established this boundary because, like, we have been begging for them to do this so often
1: that. <laughs> This this is something that you can do. You can't yeah. just not work for someone who you hate working for.
0: Yeah. Stacy says,
2: well, I wasn't going to sit for them again because, you know, basically the whole thing. And Marianne is like, yeah, we as a group don't need to. Um, we shouldn't sit for people who don't trust us and who would spread rumors about us. I mean, like, that's actually good that's just a good self-protection thing yeah if you don't have to and then christy is like i'm making this official (laughs) the gardellas are banned i I wish they had rung them up and been like yeah you're not you're not clients of ours anymore so don't call us again um that would have been been
0: deeply satisfying
2: i feel like christy would be good at that um
1: yeah but yeah yeah,
2: they just don't they just have ceased to exist after this book as far as i know
1: they they have a nanny anyway it's fine Mm. yeah If her family
2: troubles are sorted out, whatever those are. Sounds like a euphemism. What? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) The old uterus is at it again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Then um, Jesse says that the burglar got caught at long last because he left his wallet at the crime scene and it contained his ID. I love it. Then the girls basically turn to the camera and monologue at us about what to do if you're babysitting and a burglar does break in. We've had a lot of fun today but if you're in a house and you think there's a burglar (laughs) this is the most PSA these books have ever gotten like it's extremely ham-fisted. I'd
1: never try to stop a burglar myself added Marianne but I will do ad hoc burglar alarms with piles of cans Marianne totally would have tried to stop the burglar herself. 100%. That's what she would have got a bit. Yeah. It's, it's all like people,
2: um, reacting to a perceived threat that they don't really believe in, but they feel like they should react to, like, Marianne with the cans or Mrs. Gardella with the, I, I feel the urgent need to accuse the teenage babysitter of stealing. Yes. (laughs) Like, don't do it if you don't really fully believe that it's real. Like... Yes. I mean, the cans thing you should probably do. Yeah,
0: Well, the cans were a victimless crime. Yeah. yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. That was just a bit weird. Um, and yeah. a bit of work to clean up the cans.
0: But, uh, yes, the girls tell us in great detail what to do if there's a burglar. Um... And then Don says, enough about burglars. I have a proposal to make. I think we deserve a healthful pizza party. And I'm inviting you guys over this Friday. So (laughs) they all decide to go to Don's house for unspecified healthful pizzas. Healthful. I I thought that the pizza
2: party was going,
0: it was the party that was healthful. They needed
2: the party for their mental health is what Don's joking about. The pizza will be healthful.
0: Yeah, this is Don. I think it's like Christy, uh, is, it firmly says that they will be paying for
2: it out of the treasury. So unless there's a healthy pizza, like a raw food pizza place in Stony Brook,
3: Gosh. I presume
2: they're just going to order pizza and Dawn is like, come over
0: and we need it for our health.
2: I, I assume Dawn isn't being like zero crack in this.
0: Okay. I think you're being more charitable than Dawn deserves. I think Dawn is envisaging like a tofu pizza.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the word healthful has been used in a non-ironic way, since about 1912.
1: Yeah, (laughs) but have you seen what Anne does with slang in these books? Yeah, this is Anne.
2: (laughs) Maybe she read it in the history of Stony Brook with an E on the end.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's it. Yeah, I think, alright, the jury is out about how much crack this pizza party is or isn't going to be.
1: <laughs> I mean, the thing is, Christy has said they're buying the pizza out of the Treasury Fund, so it's going to be whatever pizzas people want as opposed to. The thing is, Dawn was just going to buy a veggie pizza. Yeah, she eats regular pizza with vegetables on it. It was going to be
0: fine. She eats, like, mushroom and broccoli and stuff. We also note that there is a pizza place that will sell you, like, a whole wheat pizzas, <laughs> so... My concern is that Dawn is going to make an executive decision and say everyone has to have whole wheat pizzas because it's her house, her rules.
1: A whole wheat pizza, sir. I made a whole wheat pizza, including the base, for my home ec exam for my junior cert. It did not go well. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no. It just, the base was just, it crumbled. It, it, it wasn't, yeah, it was just not great. It was fine, mm-hmm. I guess. What did you get on the junior? Uh oh, I think I got a C. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a pass. That's a solid pass. I mean, it's a low honor, but it's mostly based on the written on the the, the written exam. Maybe part of it was based on the sewing project that my mother did for me. I don't know. <laughs> so,
0: Claudia presents Stacy with a gift that she's clearly made her out of guilt. Uh it's an <laughs> ear cuff which Stacy tells us is a very cool accessory these days <laughs> that has blue stones and beads hanging from it, uh, which I think is meant to like evoke diamonds and then Stacy says that after all she might get a diamond ring that her parents are considering going in together to get it for birthday or Christmas or something and everyone cheers and (laughs) that's the end (laughs) so yes happy endings all around I guess this is Stacy's reward for not being a jewel thief after all Yeah,
1: I found that whole story really slight.
0: Yes, there was not a lot to it. There was, like, nothing to it. It definitely would have been better with, with a dog eating the ring. <laughs> like, that definitely would have been a better ending. I think I had higher expectations
1: of a mystery, like that it would be something that people were trying to solve as opposed to an annoying thing that happened. <laughs> a thing got lost. Yeah. Yeah, a thing got lost and then they found it.
0: They weren't trying to
1: find it, they just did.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm hoping they kind of there get was not a bit solve more into the here. mystery genre yeah as these go on
1: yeah
2: i think it may vary depending on the setting and on the just like how how much mystery can we really expect of a small town and like very young teenagers
1: (laughs) well i mean that doesn't normally stop them i mean we read that christmas one where they bloody well um they had a you know, an amnesiac virgin birth and stuff, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think
2: sometimes they just, like, go all out, and sometimes they try to make it more realistic. Um, yeah. yeah. And, like, it varies a lot, uh, and also you run out of things as well as you
1: continue. Yeah.
0: It's
1: fair. I was just really expecting this to be, like, oh, the mysteries, they're gonna go all out, and I was disappointed they didn't.
0: Yeah, this did not go all out. But, yeah, I mean, by the time we get to the super mystery that we did for Christmas, there's, like, a police officer who's like hey it's you guys again we keep crossing paths so <laughs> yeah. like okay. clearly there's going to be some more like active mystery solving uh down the line well that's, that's a cool. super
2: mystery so well, then, that's true.
0: then you can have the amnesiac
2: virgin birth vir-
1: virgin birth as <laughs> well you, as you say.
0: I, I, look- I don't think that woman was a virgin <laughs> you guys <laughs> she wasn't, no
1: i but it was at christmas like yes. it was a symbolic virgin birth yeah uh, I just, you know, I'm looking forward to a bit more sleuthery in future in these. I hope that there will be opportunities for detecting. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Like, Love clues a of detecting. and detecting. Yeah, clues. You want clues.
0: Uh, this is also a very fashion light book. Um, I'm so disappointed by Claudia's outfit. She's wearing black leggings, red high top sneakers and an oversized red sweater. That is just clothes. That is not a Claudia Kishi outfit.
2: But she has accessorized it with a plastic, a red plastic lunchbox is what she's carrying as a bag. That's her handbag
0: for this. That's a bit inventive. I will give her that. But the clothes themselves are just completely mainstream. It's not very practical, but it is inventive.
1: Yeah. Yes. Which not practical at all. If that doesn't sum up Claudia's outfits, I don't know what does. (laughs) (laughs) remember the time she tried to go sailing and like her earrings got caught on the ropes or something
0: (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) she's so lucky she didn't lose an ear Yeah. Um, yes people at the mall are wearing everything from ripped jeans to fur coats Uh, dawn at the t-shirt shop is torn between a blue shirt with a picture of whales on it and a yellow one that says go for it in big black letters but ends up buying neither do you know what that go
1: for it one is? it's probably a bootleg Nike one, that's what I was thinking
0: I... I kind of want it ironically to be honest
2: (laughs) like the um the t-shirt that has like nirvana on it and then a picture of hanson
0: yes (laughs)
2: um which is now it was it was like just a really bad bootleg t-shirt and then it became a t-shirt that you could actually buy because it's
1: ridiculous (laughs) because it upsets gen x yes i love it so much
0: uh claudia's much vaunted new shoes are a pair of lace and sequin twin lace and sequin trimmed pink high tops um which yeah like absolutely seem like the kind of thing she could have just upcycled herself she could have just bought a pair of pink shoes and yeah um all of this is a problem of claudia's own making Mm -hmm. um oh yeah mrs gardella is dressed fancy 1991 style. Uh, She's wearing a tight black dress made of velvet with a low back and long sleeves. Her shoes are velvet too with really high heels. She's wearing a diamond necklace and diamond earrings and her black hair is pulled back with a diamond clip. This is like such a, yeah, 80s, early 90s concept of glamour. I absolutely can picture it. She sounds like she's in like a perfume ad or possibly a flake ad. Yes. Or an R&B video yes or an r&b video <laughs> yes
2: especially with the really fancy house as well um i think she might be being serenaded by a bunch of really earnest guys at a grand piano
0: <laughs> Ooh,
2: boys to men style. yes it's it's a boys to men video <laughs> <laughs> i like it
0: let's see we have a couple of jenny prezioso outfits um Most of her dresses are dripping with lace and floppy bows and satin ribbons, party shoes in every colour and style you can imagine, and fancy tights with ruffles on the seat and polka dot decorations. Uh, But to play pretend birthday party, Jenny is wearing a faded pair of overalls and a pink striped sweatshirt that's a little too small and a pair of pink sneakers. And I think that's it fashion-wise. Yeah. That's a fairly light one. I don't think I have any others. Yeah. Not a lot. Which, like... For a Stacey book, you usually get more outfits, but that yeah. is... Yeah, we don't know what she it, was wearing really. at any point. In no, this thing. she doesn't tell us anything. Um, except that it's sophisticated, presumably. Mm. Obviously. Karen, I think I know the answer to this, but looking back in your considered opinion... <laughs> do you think that everyone was terrible in this one? So it occurred
2: to me um between recordings that uh you guys have put the only heterosexual on the team in charge of deciding who's terrible and who isn't. <laughs> 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 like is that okay? <laughs> um do I uh, should yeah. do I get to make that choice? Ju- it, it
1: is because nobody is canonically queer in these books okay
0: yeah enough. uh yeah um, you're not deciding who's terrible in a gay way particularly
2: no but in a kind of a hegemonic way <laughs> like do i do i know I, I suppose it's a pretty yeah it's a straight um a largely straight <laughs> community as far as we can tell um no uh the gardella's or rather mrs gardella behaves poorly claudia behaves poorly um <laughs> that kid joey conklin Oh, he sounds like trouble. Oh,
0: <laughs> gotta yeah, keep sucks. an eye out for him.
2: <laughs> um, other than that, it is the usual. Yeah, it's the usual.
0: Yeah, other than that, everyone's yeah. pretty grand. Mm mm-hmm. hmm. Um, Stacey's mom sticks up for her. Stacey's a bit of a brat for like two chapters and then gets over herself. Yes,
2: uh, she has a momentary flash of like <laughs> diamond acquisitiveness. Um, <laughs> she, she, she gets a touch of the Marilyn Monroe and then she oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 then she re- realizes that it is now the 90s and she can move on with her life. <laughs> yeah, And what she really needs is a uh, an ear cuff with like turquoisey things hanging off it and not like legacy jewelry from the 50s.
0: Yeah. It is exactly just as good. It's yeah. fine.
2: <laughs> it's better.
0: Um our next book is going to be Babysitters Club number 47 Mallory on Strike, so join us for that. Uh, in the meantime, hit us up on the social. We're on the shambling corpse of Twitter <laughs> as a podcast Don. We're on uh, Instagram and Tumblr and Facebook as the podcast at Dawn's House. You can drop us an email at the podcast at Dawn's House at gmail.com and we have a Kofi and you know what to do. Um, <laughs> if you choose to. Perfect. No pressure. Yeah. It's fine.
2: <laughs> no, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Just wind up. Just wind it up. <laughs>
0: in conclusion help me out I have no idea what to say in conclusion Uh, in conclusion don't steal a diamond ring yeah (laughs) in Mm -hmm. conclusion don't steal a diamond ring I guess this goes for you all the cat
2: listeners out there